0: So without getting too deep into the games, the PlayStation 5 reveal was the other
1: day. Yes. And yeah.
0: now we all finally know what it looks like. Right. What do did you, what did you guys to... think? Yeah. All right. You do no, i was going to say do in the one the three, word. Two,
1: one, and we'll all at the same time say the word that describes it. Okay. Okay, ready? Yeah. All right. Three, two one router mm. awesome oh, yeah sorry <laughs>
2: <laughs> and i knew i would be alone <laughs>
3: I was going to say
1: Majestic. Maybe yeah.
0: the odd man yeah. out. I, 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 no, it, it really does look like a fucking router. Yeah, it does. Or something, a part of the environment in Mass Effect, Well, maybe. here's
1: the thing, Chris. You're not 100% alone. I hate to say it. I think that thing's growing on me. No. It's so cool. I've been, um, been You're Here's am... the thing. <sighs> I maintain the thing I said when we first saw that reveal. It's ugly and it, Wildly impractical. Uh huh. Yeah, if for sure. Yeah. <laughs> no but, doubt it's impractical. A, of course. The memes. <laughs> all right, so and about B, to... it's just like, it's <sighs> so stupid. I'm starting well, to love well, it. Well, that's
0: what I was about to say. I was like, are all the Photoshops out there? Is that the thing that's changing your mind? Because at this point, it almost feels intentional like they wanted people to remember it yes. by making that well, it's the fucking video game version of peacocking like they said, they I'm said, telling
1: you no nah. they wanted <laughs> they wanted to design it for what the tech will look like in the coming decade not what tech looked like in the past that's not decade what,
0: that looks like what people in the 50s thought the 80s would look like <laughs> yeah it, 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 yes, like, yes. <laughs> and that's cool here's what I'm saying
2: dude, this, this isn't, this Ep- is
0: shit, this isn't dude. Epcot at Disney World no it's too sterile to be
3: cyberpunk I'm control. done with fucking boxes it looks like boxes,
1: dude. it looks like something out of the Star Wars prequels. Is it, that it, looks,
3: it looks like one of the loot boxes, the many loot boxes I had to buy in Battlefront. It does 2. look like
1: the Battlefront <laughs> loot boxes. Wait, star crates
3: was it? Start my star I, crates. I don't remember. You think, you think when it, I purchase it, I'll get the, Vader level see, four? See, here's the
0: thing. I know I bitch a lot about industrial design, but this is subverting that too far in the opposite direction for me. it's not. I, it is so cool. <laughs> just think about, think
3: about like intergalactic going in the background and them doing the reveal of it and you say to yourself damn dude that's
0: fucking hot <laughs> like I know I play video games but I still want to be able to have people over and also make it look like I have dignity and self respect nah dude wait,
2: wait uh, if, uh, can, uh, if I can move clearly, to your house and all your fucking electronics look like that I'd be like holy shit why am I not wearing like a plasticky dude, see-through jacket cause yeah. this place is fucking punk <laughs> as shit yeah. like that's the thing
1: we are no longer in the time of dignity. This is the 2020s now. Have you seen how this uh, well, year has started? Right. Well, then no
0: one's allowed to make fun of the Alienware no, I cases it, ever again. Then your
1: <laughs> roommate's computer looks like a jet engine and sounds kind of like one when it boots up. It, it probably glows that like a jet engine on fire. Also, Cyberpunk as shit. Uh, so
2: I'm t- yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. I'm done with boxes. Fuck the Xbox. Fuck this eraser. Fuck <laughs> cubes and stuff. I, want I also something hate cool. the eraser. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, whoa, whoa.
1: you don't I, make. I,
0: the cube? no
3: that Excuse is, me. Yeah, that's the my one problem the with the PlayStation 5. It made. doesn't
1: have a fucking handle.
0: It, it, exactly. Imagine if it
1: did. Would, would
0: you feel better about <laughs> it? it? Would look, and if it, it did it would,
2: have a handle, it'd be made of like hard light from the like Mass some, Effect or, it, yes, Halo it, or, looks, or it
0: looks like they straight up forgot where to put the disk drive. It, like, it looks like they They did. It looks like they just threw it on there.
1: It's great. Is, oh I'm God. coming around. Vertical
0: or horizontal?
1: Either way, you need to stand.
3: I it's laugh. so impractical. I dude. would laugh if when it's horizontal; it just shreds discs. But like, tell me, <laughs> tell me that that console—it looks like it's designed for like, uh, you know, Back to the Future, like Biff's friend who wears the 3D glasses. Yeah, yeah. It looks like what he's just like Yo, this console. is
2: Sweet. Yeah. Um, it's also massive. It looks like instead of um, like, yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's fucking humongous. It looks yeah. like instead of putting a disc in, it like projects the game around the room around you. Yeah, yeah. like That's it's, the thing. it's So cool. I guarantee oh you.
1: If that thing had a handle, you would, it would break off. That thing has to weigh like 20 uh, well, pounds. Well, here's the
0: last thing I'll say about it. It matches the controller. Yeah, it does. Yeah. All right, now the
1: controller is <laughs> awful. I will give you that. The <laughs> yeah. controller it's, it's is aesthetically
0: stupid. like the same.
2: Uh,
1: here's the thing. It, it's not like the aesthetic. It's just too round. Honestly, I like the PS4 controller. One of the reasons I'm coming around on it is the same reason that I kind of came around on the controller which is only that... They copied Xbox, like, halfway. Yes, they did. I don't like... <laughs> Which, that's the best I don't like the, the dual-tone so. color. I don't like white on black. The console's white on black. I know. With blue. But, eventually, they might come out with an all-black one, and I think that'll look good. Yeah.
0: Or, the, like, a gunmetal. But, but by then, you'll already have one. I know,
1: and I'll, <laughs> I'll look at it every time, and it'll just remind me that I'm an idiot. <laughs>
2: Well, are you, what are your, the old black are all, version of
1: that <laughs> console looks like it's gonna hop on a motorcycle and like assassinate
2: like a banker or something.
0: <laughs> all right, well let's take You're our best now. So this Sam is recorded. What do we all think the price is gonna be?
2: Six
1: hundred dollars. Well, all pre-orders for six ninety-nine. I was gonna guess. Like, I think that's a placeholder. I'm gonna say. Oh, okay. I'm gonna say it is two SKUs. I'm gonna say five fifty for the digital. Discless one, six for the six for the regular one. That's a good bet. Five hundred ninety nine yeah. US dollars. Five hundred ninety nine US dollars. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. I think it's a good bet.
1: Yeah. I that, think, yeah. I think so they'll ha- definitely
3: have a tiered approach, right? Yeah. Obviously, with like the no disc variant, and then probably like a bundle package that comes with like a game and a controller. That you'll. No, they don't many. really do
0: that on launch. No, Mm-mm. they'll do it in like. Usually six months after launch to a year. Mm -hmm. Like the the following Black Friday, they'll definitely package it in with like the next Destiny. uh, Yeah, they do
1: bundles when they're just like, well, we don't want to lower the price of the console. We still want to make our money, but we want to add more value. So
3: all we got to do is line up whenever what? Sony Pictures puts out a shit movie.
1: Oh, that's often. And then then they'll put out a bundle to offset it in their quarterly earnings. You can just take the word shit out of that. It means the same thing. (laughs) Sony doesn't make good movies. (laughs) <laughs> Did Sony make the Terminator movie we watched? Well, no. Fox owned the Terminator license
2: before Disney bought it, right?
1: I don't know. Shit, or that it, was a or shit. Or is it Universal? Because well, that's just been owned
2: by every worst company. They had a Universal
0: <laughs> Studios ride, right? Yeah, yeah.
3: Oh yeah,
2: it's Universal. And so That's gotta be right. God, God, Fucking that, Comcast. That
1: movie was that,
3: sucks. Wait, was the was the Terminator ride the one where you had the guns before with Spider Man?
1: No
0: see this is what makes no br-
3: that's
2: the Terminator Salvation arcade machine <laughs> alright this is this is what makes shit I think so complicated. the shit so the in black
1: ride was the one with guns that was yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Terminator was the one that it was a show it was kind of a show a 3D and also movie show check
0: it out Paramount Pictures Skydance Media 20th Century Fox TSG Entertainment Lightstorm Entertainment and Tencent who's Paramount owned by? Viacom
1: so Tencent I think I just don't like white oh for com- well the problem too is it looks glossy so you know the second you pull it no, out of the box it's, not. it's gonna be really it's Matt? it's Matt
0: not, right not, now not
1: my roommate, not his brother <laughs> <laughs> about, Matt with an E You got a semi-gloss finish, huh? No <sighs> Do you see the controller? Somebody zoomed in super close on the high-res picture of the controller The back has grip texture on it And it's made out of tiny little X's, squares, circles, and triangles Because really? Those are the four buttons, I don't know if you knew that I, well, I know that from watching that
0: presentation, because yes. in between every game reveal was a montage of those four symbols. And, and I also, I do find it funny that I didn't know that about the controller, but they did make sure to zoom in and be USB like, ports. USB port. Yep. <laughs> like, isn't,
3: why is it that every game company has a different schematic for ABXY or X circle, triangle, square? Patents, probably. Yeah, yeah it, probably it's it's just, I don't patent. know. What do we it look like, a patents. video game
2: podcast <laughs> <laughs> when
3: we
0: look at stuff like that? Why ask us? Speaking of... Yeah, who was that fourth our... voice? <laughs> Nobody even introduced me. <laughs> this is Hot Button. I'm Randall Beatrice here with Austin Blakesley, Yo, Chris Antuano, Hey, <laughs> and we hey. are rejoined hey. by previous guest, co-host, expert legal document reader, as well as enthusiast of all things corruption in the video game player versus player industry, Mr. Chris Nudaboom. I feel like I should start by like going like. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hello. Yeah, this is the second corruption story you've been a part of. I'm starting to think you have a little bit too much insider information, if you know what I
0: mean. Uh, so match fixing is nothing new to the wide world of sports, from baseball's Black Sox scandal all the way back at the 1919 World Series to the more recent FIFA's 2006 World Cup. People will always try to stack the odds in one way or another, only to later get caught most of the time. Well, we're all here to tell you today that esports is no different, and frankly often just as insane and hilarious. So uh, Chris, it is good to have you back. Are you ready to talk about the crookedness, the shadiness, and the craziness that was plaguing and eventually unearthed found in a couple of the core games that truly launched electronic sports into the gargantuan business that it is today, StarCraft Brood and StarCraft 2 Korea's favorites from misguided miners and top athletes to the team coaches, down to the commentators, and even the goddamn Korean government. We'll be discussing it all as we journey down the path of just how a few pro gamers managed to turn the entire esports scene on its head and rack up some jail time in the process. So where to start? Me and Chris, uh, sorry, me and Axelrod Killfist or whatever your name was before, I forget. It was uh, Chris was Chainsaw, you're just Chris. Yeah. Is that the- <laughs> we were messaging each other and thought that a good place to start, just to really set the stage of where we are now, would be to jump back to the neon-lit nostalgia-obsessed 1980s, where competitive gaming was really first starting to take off. Yeah. Get ready for it. Yeah.
3: This goes deep. This goes <laughs> this, deep. This, this goes deep. I, yeah. I don't want to expose my sources, but like a lot of translation went into this and people had not very nice things to say about all the people involved. Oh,
0: that's always fun when you take a foreign topic and then yeah, yeah
3: just add an extra step. Now try reading court documents in Korean. <laughs>
1: no. Oh it's god. Horrendous. No. It's horrendous. But reading them in English is horrendous. Oh
3: my god, yeah. It's, it's way worse. But To take us back, so eSports as a whole started back in the 1980s with uh, the Twin Galaxies generation.
1: Yes,
0: yeah. Formed in 81 by Walter Day, I think was his name. Uh, He he was not actually a player, I don't think. Um, Twin Galaxies is kind of the handler of the Guinness Book of World Records related stuff to games. They supply and verify everything from official speed runs to tournament stats, and uh, they're still going strong as we speak, you know.
3: Yeah. What differentiated them was in order to get validated by them, you had to send in a... Tape recording of you playing. Yes, yes. Yeah. Before the internet, this is before Twitch, before so, streaming. God,
0: what a time! So you have the tapes,
3: <laughs> bro. You got to have the tapes, bro. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they had a close connection with Guinness Book World Records, and also at the time, the U.S. made a national video game team for about two years mm. uh, back in the early '80s. Okay, which is you know where you get some of our favorite characters
1: involved in there.
0: Yeah, but, I know this is where know, a lot is of rivalries. <laughs> yeah. Started started to form. One of the most famous examples being... Peter yeah. Dinklage in my favorite movie, Pixels. God, how Damn. did you know? yeah oh, yeah, your boy. My boy, Billy Mitch and Tom Rudge.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if kid. you look at the Twin Galaxies on Google, Billy Mitchell's Donkey Kong scores removed is above the About Twin Galaxies <laughs> yeah. section. Yeah. yeah, I know we talk about it
0: a lot, but we really do need to do a rewatch of King of Kong. Yeah, we're I'm go not, go not watching Warriors. Pixels.
1: I, 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 no, no, not, no, not, not Pixels. Pixels. <laughs> Pixels comes first. We're going to do... <laughs> We're, gonna, we're probably going to do our second commentary, or another commentary, I should say, for King of Kong. You need yeah. to be careful. We'll yeah, pro- uh, Bill, Billy
3: Mitchell's known to sue. Uh, he's known to <laughs> sue YouTube channels with 10k subscribers. Yeah, you were talking to me
1: about that. That's fucking wild. Gets like, our name out there. Dude. Anyone that criticizes yeah. him yeah. and challenges
0: him, <laughs> the only person who'll be reading would be me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was he was already exposed though. Like. Yeah. But. This um, fucking character, you could do an entire podcast series on just his fucking
1: we probably will career. after so the commentary. Venture
0: into his hot sauce. Yeah, yeah he, I mean, he made a career off playing video
3: games for a living. I mean, what eventually broke this open, I don't want to get too far deep into it, was speedrunners. Modern
2: day speedrunners. Yes. Yeah.
3: There's a few geniuses out there that, data mine games, right?
1: Like, yeah. look at the actual code. That doesn't code. surprise me.
2: Yeah, speedrunners are pretty much sleuths is what they do, you know? Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, if,
1: yeah and Peter Dinklage used a glitch in um, the, Pixel we to need make to make <laughs> his car go faster oh in God. real life. What about writing? We need Rouse? somebody. Somebody who was good
2: back in the day but didn't quite live up to their potential to <laughs> save us.
0: I'd rather talk about Billy Mitchell's empire than Adam Sandler's empire. Mm. <laughs> uh, That's where
1: me and October? you disagree. <laughs> but, also, Billy yeah. Mitchell, you know the scene in Captain America where they had to CGI him with less muscles before he got the serum? Yeah. Billy Mitchell looks like that version of like a pro wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> For anybody out there wondering what he looks like, looks like a pl- pro wrestler before they took the Captain America super serum. Doesn't That's true. Doesn't he
0: have a mullet? He
3: does. He no, does. No business okay. in the front, party in the back. Really? Yeah.
1: All right. He's got a mullet and a goatee.
3: He also wears the American
1: flag tie. A lot. Oh my it Looks God. like if um, yeah. It looks yeah. like Macho Man if he was in Hercules and Hades <laughs> took his powers. Remember that scene? Yeah. Bringing up not. movies in this about. one.
3: Yeah. They uh the notorious. The, I, I hate to break it to you, but the King of Kong, it's it's scripted.
0: There's some. There's, there's was, definitely. Ten, in on it. There's a narrative to the way that that movie is edited. I yeah. mean, it's also a little outdated just because new information has come out since it. But it's still a really
3: engaging. They, watch like. So if you want to talk about like how people treated video games back in the day, this this became major news in like what 2019. Like wasn't a year that ago. long ago? Wasn't yeah. that long ago? People have confirmed that there's like. A few people around the country who actually sent in tapes of, like the perfect Pac-Man scores. So they called yeah. it into the kill screen because after you reach like, 256. 256. Yeah. 256. Yeah, it goes like wonky and everything, and that's the max possible score you can get. Yeah. Uh, and they found a few people that actually sent in tapes before he sent in his because he was verified as the first person to ever do it. Oh. And you know what the people's responses were when they're like, yo, this guy, you know, he was working closely with these guys and they blanked at your tape. Uh-huh. All the people just went, Oh, they were just all like they they were all all like just full members of goddamn society, and they just <laughs> didn't care. They played it for fun, and they and that's how they got away with it for so long was because the only people who really, really cared about it were the people who like had, the, I guess, the most at stake, which yeah. ended up where we're at today with those I guys. mean,
0: one of the things that you're definitely proving here with all of these characters and everything from speedrunning to like the origins of these competitions is that there was indeed money to be made here, yeah. but jumping just a few years later to the early 90s, some other folks wanted a piece of that eSports pie, too. Corporations took their shot at it. And they fucked it
3: up. (laughs) Yeah. They fucked it up so bad. Uh, All right,
1: Chris, real quick. Esports question for you. I'm going to test your knowledge. (laughs) Hit me. What's the name of the Quake player that popularized WASD? Oh, my God. And I don't know the answer. This is a mid-90s
0: question. We're still in the early 90s, sir. So I
3: know that Jonathan Fatality Wendell. Who will come up. Who will come up. He popularized printer pads, giant mouse pads. That oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> um, there's a few players in the scene like Wombat and Thresh and stuff like that. I don't know which one in particular, but I know that that is a factoid. I have read that somewhere.
1: Oh, I'm gonna look it up. Keep talking. Yeah. All right.
3: But yeah, so back to corporations fucking it up. We you to talk about the Nintendo World Championships.
0: Yeah, which wouldn't be the first time they've messed this journey up, especially, especially when you a, look at things yeah. like how they handle Smash it's Brothers. It's a good and stuff. thing
1: that Nintendo learned but... their lesson from the World Championships. And they didn't try to do it again in, like, 2016 and fuck that up as well.
0: <laughs> I forgot about that. But, hey, at least those old cartridges are worth fucking thousands now. So it's, like t- it's like 25 grand for the gold cart. Oh.
3: Yeah. It was thresh. It was thresh? Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, those carts are worth a lot of money if you can get your hand on them. Yeah. That is uh-huh. the true card. There's collectors. a gray, a
0: gold. They have the Super Nintendo one as well, because yeah. they had, like, 91 and 94? It was 1990 and 94? I forgot.
3: It was one of those ones. They went to, like, different malls, and they did, like, open tryouts, and then you got yeah. one there... You and, and it was like, here are these and...
0: almost weird ROM-looking hacks of Donkey Kong Country and Tetris yeah. and Mario Brothers, and they would all be, like, timed. The donkey,
3: yeah, the Donkey Kong one was uh, it had the timer at the top. Yes. Uh, yeah. and I, th- I believe towards the end, people figured out that the best way to rack up points was to essentially save as much time as you could and get to Tetris and then spend most of your time on Tetris. Right? smart because they, that's where you would <laughs> like round it the most
0: it's funny because yeah. you, you mentioned them taking around to, to places like a lot of those cartridges were later found because of like blockbusters eventually yeah.
3: shutting down or something like <laughs> tell me how blockbuster got their hands on this like they have like some kind of cave of collectibles that they never people wanted out.
0: to work with blockbuster They for a while there were games that were only exclusively released under them that's where you got shit like clay fighter the sculptor's Dr- edition yeah the sculptor's edition and oh.
2: daikatana 64
1: was. and then they had there. the pokemon snap machines where you could print your pictures <gasps> they did
4: yeah. What do you think? What do you think those
2: and are funny enough? <laughs> that last um, blockbuster that exists is kind of like a movie artifact museum. Like, they yeah. have a bunch of stuff that people send to Oh, for to a minute, them. I thought yeah. you
0: were talking about the Twitter account because that Twitter account's hilarious. The, oh, yeah. The, no, the, no, la- that the that last, is the, the last yeah. blockbuster.
3: <laughs> yeah. At this point, I think it's like a franchisee because they don't, nobody really owns the license. So, no one's like going after them. The,
0: there was like a board game that came out recently that has, that's in a blockbuster case. Yeah. Yeah. It's very weird. That is sweet. Yeah. And then I think you wrote down that there were like TV shows yep. that started to spring up, which. Yeah. It was definitely an example of the popularity becoming more widespread. Like, now people want to watch people play, not just yeah.
3: What's what, Game Master? Games Master? Yeah,
0: so I had no clue what this was, but I'm kind of excited to hear about it, if you know, because I don't know if it was, like, Nick Arcade. That's the closest Um, kind of thing I can think of.
3: (laughs) So, it ran for a number of years. It ran until, like, 98. Oh, that's
0: later than I thought, actually.
3: Oh, man, I can't even remember what, (laughs) like... I know it it was about people, obviously, like, playing video games and getting a, like games master champion but off the top of my head i
0: mean it it, be, i guess it's want, not it might that might important watch but yeah and can well, I, I bet we could find it it's, it, it's likely syndicated somewhere yeah you just watch the wizard <laughs> yeah
1: the wizard Ooh. gonna keep bringing up movies My bit now <laughs> yeah
0: you're yeah. and,
1: and, uh, still you're stealing, also, you're stealing my real <laughs> i know more about movies than you <laughs> fuck you you're stealing my <laughs> real life bit oh my god how many times do you watch pixels uh, <laughs> once and I a half a time, I'll have you know you fell asleep during it. I was drunk. I know. I, I woke up and finished it. I was stone cold sober and watched <laughs> the entire thing. That was your mistake. That's
2: worse than a hangover. Yeah. Man.
3: <laughs> Watching pixels. But yeah, no. Uh, coming off the heels of uh, the arcade crash that happened, right?
0: Yeah. Um, Which I know we always keep talking about. One day we'll we will do that episode. Yes. <laughs> Play
3: E. T. <laughs> I think uh, your brother has a cop. He does. He does. He beat it. <laughs> oh, my God. He's a massive. He's an <laughs> idiot. Yeah, is I know. What he is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's <laughs> a lot you're of- If you're
1: listening, Matt, you're dumb. <laughs> why would you beat ET?
3: I mean, why not? You could play the game with the original Easter egg in it too, because coders didn't get their yeah.
0: That's the game credit. you wanna you want your name in. And then there's also one. What is it? Is,
3: is it literally just called Adventure? Like was the first? Uh, it was like IRS or tax evasion was the game name, where your entire <laughs> job was to dodge taxes. I'm playing that right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm not. <laughs> just kidding. I filed out yeah. all my yeah. forms. Yeah, but yeah, no. There's there's a lot of renewed focus into home consoles. Not a whole lot from this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But I know next and the, Austin this will get into kind of what you brought up is a couple, you know, right after this, a couple of years after this was the birth of the first person shooter kind of began to Yeah, when
1: video games finally <laughs> became a legitimate hobby and not a nerd thing, right?
0: <laughs> Many of which... Yeah, I was going to say earlier, uh,
1: that first USA team, it was probably just like a bunch of bullies
2: pushing a bunch of nerds in a room. <laughs> get good at video games for America. This is, this is when
0: games were finally badass. But no, a lot of these we have covered on previous episodes. Check them out. We, we just recently did one on uh, Duke Nukem and games like Half-Life and Counter-Strike a little after that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess this is probably more like arena shooters, which is why Austin brought up Quake and stuff.
2: Yeah. Yes, by the way, to get back to that, Unreal um, Thresh yeah. is accredited with popularizing... WSAD, yeah. but not necessarily creating it. I didn't so know that. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of unknown who created it. It seemed like it was kind of like universally coming. It could have. He was drifting that way. It could
0: have been his buddy, and we'll never know. You know. Yeah,
3: his friend. Yeah. his yeah. friend did it, and he just like stole it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's a uh, Dennis Thresh Fong. He's Dennis Fong. Fong. Yeah. Dennis yeah. Fong. Yeah, he's credited as the first professional esports player back in the day. Yeah, didn't he have like Ferraris and shit? He won John Carmack's Ferrari, and that's right. Yeah, yeah. you
0: t- you told me that story. Yeah. I thought I. Was was losing my mind. John
3: Carmack put up his own car as the prize support for a tournament, which at the yep. time was like <laughs> legendary. People were like, oh my God. In in all reality, I guarantee you that Ferrari broke in like two years and he yeah, couldn't do anything. I was gonna say I don't even no, know
2: it was a three twenty eight. Those things are beautiful. They're so fucking cool. Really? So it's less like the one that
0: uh, Stefan Eriksson split in half. It's more
2: it's yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah,
3: But yeah, you also have Mark Wombat Larson come out from this time period. There's a lot of people in that arena. Mostly the best way I think you could break it down is like Americans and then Scandinavians. Hmm. They were the top. That was it. But across the sea, Korea's government started doing something which was hugely Impactful in esports, which is they started funding and subsidizing infrastructure development, particularly broadband internet. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Which <laughs> it doesn't Being sound like. Being ahead of
1: the curve. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. They're way ahead of it. it it's kind of counterintuitive. And yep, then they go, we won. Let's stop now. <laughs> oh,
0: man. But, uh, but yeah. then what happened on March 31st, 1998, Chris? Chainsaw? <laughs> or, no. no, I mean oh, you. Yeah. Made. Oh my God! I mean, the next coming of Christ happened. Starcraft was released. <laughs> Starcraft was released. Yeah. So for those somehow not familiar, Starcraft, developed and published by company Blizzard Entertainment, is a 2D isometric real-time strategy game. Super cool military science fiction aesthetic, and calling it massively popular is almost an understatement. Or it is an understatement. It's sold over 11 million copies worldwide, and is often cited on lists as one of the best and most important titles ever made it also has a very high skill cap and i like chris's note here a soundtrack that slaps quote which i totally <laughs> agree so before we
1: go on further what's everybody's kind of personal experience with that first release the- starcraft one was the second pc game that i ever got into no shit the first being diablo wait what came out first diablo 2 or starcraft
3: i believe starcraft I believe okay, starcraft. Well, then yeah. starcraft was the they're, first they're both 98
0: though i think
1: Right. Yeah, I got them in like 99, so I don't know. It was Diablo 2 and StarCraft at the same time. I played a lot of it, and then I stopped because I was bad at it and didn't understand how RTSs <laughs> worked. Me too. Yeah, also, Warcraft 3 came out.
3: I can't tell you how many times I played custom maps like Dragon Ball Z,
1: mm-hmm. but
3: whoever oh, yeah. whoever was the host, Red, was always Goku. Mm-hmm. So I always got stuck with like orange, which is like player six. So I had like Krillin. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do anything. Dude. I I played
1: I played that custom game for sure. Of course. They had
3: they had all these different anime variants. It was the same map, they just changed the names. So you yeah. have like there's like a Yu, Yu show one that I played for a long time. There was a
0: whole bunch of custom games.
3: I wasn't I was terrible at the actual game. You know? Yeah, me I, too.
0: I played the campaign. Yeah. almost exclusively for a long time, which was a good teaching tool to get to know it. Uh, so my brother bought it. My brother was big into Age of Empires and Civilization. my Yeah. 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 AOE2. I know. He, well, he got me into AOE2 and Command and & Conquer,
3: which was my first RTS. For anybody out there who but, is listening to this, if you like Age of Empires 2, you should check out a guy's channel named T90. Age of Empires is a thriving community. Mm, Age of Empires yeah. 2 competitive play. Yeah. Check out the Viper, Doubt, Tato. There's like more Scandinavians,
2: ironically enough.
3: but um, They come up a lot. Yeah, they, they come up a lot, but yeah, it's a great game. Shane
0: how about you?
2: <laughs> well, I was going to say, this is the game that got me into RTSs. And hey, I was like right. thinking, uh, Age of Empires was obviously important, but I leaned more towards, I was like, this is cool. Especially because I'm like super into Warhammer, and StarCraft took all of its aesthetic from yes, Warhammer, totally. whether or not through some sort of thievery or some sort of mutual benefit. I'm telling you it is the most Marines? word for what that? Yeah, you're telling me the space marines that look I like know. the space marines from Warhammer are those space marines? I remember seeing you're Warhammer You're telling me the Zerg aren't the Tyranids? <laughs> when, I, when I saw
0: Warhammer figures, I thought they were little Starcraft. You're like,
2: figures.
3: oh
0: wow, they must have gotten this from Starcraft,
2: and everyone there was just laughing. I know. Like what? I was yeah. probably more no, familiar with Starcraft. No, Warhammer's been around as long as fucking D and D. So, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, no, Starcraft. Just like you, Chris, I'm terrible at. It. I'm like much better. Me and uh, my roommate were actually on a Starcraft two multiplayer stint recently, like doing two v twos, and like it just reminded. It reminds me, like, how big the skill cap in that game is. Oh, yeah, 2v2s are fun. (laughs) Yeah, you either seem to, like, steamroll or be steamrolled in that game, but, like, (laughs) it's just an incredible strategy game. It definitely made me fall in love with RTSs, which is probably my number one game to this day. It was very funny. Yeah, because I know
0: you're a Total War guy, too. Me and you, Chris, we were talking before this about the Command & Conquer remaster that just came out. Yep. And what's interesting is that was three years before this. It was 95 when it came out. And what's funny is, like, it feels so quaint compared to StarCraft. I love Command & Conquer, but it's very simple and makes it extremely accessible. But that is a game that it's like you just circle all your units, tell it to attack one thing. Like, you know, it's so, like... (laughs) There's a joke
3: in StarCraft, you know, like Protoss
1: or. I should
3: probably explain it first, but... Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, so,
0: yeah so, all right, so I Without was... just get the buzzwords and
3: all
1: the stuff, right? <laughs> so, I, I was about, about to say... Uh, before you do that, when did Age of Vampires come out? Original? 97? 97? Yeah, I think it was okay. 97. 97. So it yeah. was a year before StarCraft? Yeah. I never played Age of Vampires. I played Age of Mythology, though. That's the worst one. Yeah, well, that's why I didn't <laughs> play Age of Empires.
0: Yeah. yeah, so Chris, did you want to give us uh, like a little bit of a rundown of just like who the playable factions are in the world of StarCraft? If, sure. Yeah, I'll probably make things like going forward for maybe people. Yeah. Just so a good refresher.
3: You have three playable races. There are t- four total in the game, just for you know keeping with the lore. Yeah. But first and obviously the most basic. Hey. These are my boys. I knew I knew you were a Terran player. I am I a know. Terran player. Right, you have Terrans, aka the humans, right? They're adaptable. They're mobile. Yeah. Um, they don't have the most advanced technology wise, but they make up for it with reasonably costed units.
0: If you're a command and conquer guy, that's where you start. Yeah,
3: yeah,
2: yeah. yeah you have to manage a dumb economy. Oh, everyone hates it. Then you have
3: Zerg, which are the aliens. They are the ever evolving insectoids. So ass backwards with technology. Their main unit is Zergling. You get two for the price of one. They're adorable and. They they die very easily, but the strategy is to overwhelm them with enough cheap expendable units to win the game. It's where the term zerging comes from, mm, mm. Uh, which probably has been replaced in today's uh, vernacular with smork. But uh, it, yeah, it's same smork. Smork,
1: you <coughs> smork me, go Phillies. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> sorry,
3: boomer. Zoomers only.
0: I don't I, don't, I don't.
1: I know it's. I know what smork is. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm so uh, if sorry. I explain, I'm it, lost. it's not
0: funny anymore. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Then you have the. Protests. I'll go on Urban Dictionary later. SM Orc.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Protoss, so they're the advanced race of aliens. They're powerful, they're mysterious, they have super high tech with the strongest units and abilities, but they also cost the most resources.
0: And all of these play entirely differently yes. from each other. It's it, unlike Command & Conquer, or sorry, I should say unlike Age of Empires. Yep. But Command & Conquer, the, the Nod and GDI play a little differently, but for the most part, collecting resources, powering your facility is the same. These are all just completely different playstyles,
2: which is 100%. really neat.
0: People never saw anything like that.
3: Then, lastly, there are are the Zelnaga. They're the gods. They're literally unplayable in the game, but uh, like I said, to keep the lore straight, they are technically the fourth
1: All right, first. Randy? I do love that Lovecraftian name. It's Go great. around the table. We already know okay. Randy's answer. Go around the table. What? <laughs> yeah. what what's your uh, faction of I'm choice? I'm curious about this. This will be like your sign. It'll, yeah.
0: It'll...
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it says a lot about you. I know, it does. It's so I'm not a Zerg player. I'm a Toss player by heart, mm. but I recognize how cheesy Terran is. Because... Yeah. Th- Look for anybody out there that that, still—it's so good. good. (laughs) Those two are so banging. Um, But for anybody out there that still plays it, like two-one tank timings just destroy people. Siege tanks are broken; they could shoot past their vision. Yeah, it's great. On top of that, they have, if you have high ground advantage, which people don't
1: know. like Ah, like from Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I
3: have the high ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're shooting up at a siege tank and they are at a higher level, it has a 50% chance to miss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, attack, yeah. And siege tanks do 50 damage and each of their armory increases increases it by 10. So... Like, there you go. 2-1 is to attack one armor is a very important upgrade because there's a very big difference between two tank shots killing something and three, and they start melting people. And then you get in this No Man's Land game where you just line up siege tanks and no one can move. And Dude, that's the shit. It's absolutely crazy. But uh, <laughs> the joke with Protoss is you just literally click attack move and you win. You don't have to do anything
2: because <laughs> it's just like
3: the dumbest The how, dumbest. How race. about you
2: guys? What do what you talking about? Protoss. Yes. All day, team? every day. Dude, wow.
3: my life for Ire. Yeah. Chris, yeah, back, no, back me, me up me here. I Yeah. I'm Taron, absolutely. <laughs> all right, we can all agree then, right? Zerg. <laughs> Screw the yeah, Zerg. Fuck Zerg. Yeah, fuck Zerg. Love, love no, lo- lo- no, no, something about too. just
2: harassing people with
1: Vikings in StarCraft 2 would be oh, a dollar. It's, it's just, yeah. like, God, so satisfying. It really is. I love constructing me some additional pylons, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's necessary.
3: You got to get yourself an artosis pylon. Yep. The, the infamous artosis pylon. But yeah, so this wasn't the first... Real-time strategy that was out there. I'm not even going to kid you. I'm not going to get into that whole Herzog's Spy, Dune 2, some 1970s mainframe. I tourist. love those
0: deep cuts, though, man. That's, uh,
3: <laughs> Dude, the, you, you got some people that are like, this is not the first. I know. You don't know anything, well, it's you, fine. You don't know anything about
0: Herzog's Her Why, it was interesting you mentioned that one, like the Flying Base yep. or whatever. It was a Genesis game. And Dune 2 was Westwood. That was people who did later make Command & Conquer.
1: But... Yep. Also, Bungie made Myth. That was after StarCraft. Oh, uh, was like? it? No, it was the same year. I didn't play that one. No, but did. I played Mist.
3: Oh, that's what I was... <laughs> <laughs> I love Riven. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, no, this was the first game that really pushed the limits of what was possible with perfect gameplay. Yeah. The game... Hey, CNC kicked ass, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. There, <laughs> is, a- there is a CNC community out there that play, like, competitive CNC stuff, but, like, I-, I kid you not, all of the videos are in, like, 240p, and I don't know why, and there's no, like... English presence there. I'm pretty sure it's all. Hey, the the Starcraft
0: CG cutscenes are pretty good, but the FMV, man.
1: (laughs) Nah, I'll say it. Man of Congress sucks. Uh, Oh, thank you. I agree with you. I didn't want to be the one who said it. I'll let you take the lead. Red (laughs) Alert,
0: they go back in time and then you fight the Russians and they got arc weapons and stuff. Yeah. And James Earl Jones and. Fucking, there's all kinds of... Command & Conquer, do you know what they were known
3: for? Like, the gameplay of it? They were known for creating the best algorithm for AI movement mechanics, for how an AI mm. should respond and move and path. Yeah. Which was
0: vastly important.
3: I can't
1: wait to try Command & Conquer Tiberium, that first-person shooter. It's coming out no, soon. That, that, wait. Wait, was that canceled? <laughs>
0: Wait, they already made a Tiberi- like Renegade was the first-person shooter that came out in like 3. Who owns it? Who owns no, it? there was one EA. called Tiberium, oh,
1: yeah. Su- Tiberium Sun, then? No, Tiberium so was-
0: Sun was technically Command & Conquer 2. Oh. And that's that's like the super the sci-fi one. What's it ones?
1: called? There's a Command & Conquer first-person shooter that I don't think they ever officially canceled. D- well, there was Renegade that didn't no, come out. No, it was supposed to come out for the 360.
0: Maybe that was Tiberium Wars? That's it. Yeah, because there was Tiberium Twilight.
1: Wait, no, Tiberium Wars was 4, wasn't it? No, that was Tiberium Twilight. Oh, God. Like I hate these names. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Command and Conquer. You know what, what, you is know what like the sequel fucking... to StarCraft is called? Tiberium Command <laughs> <is> and <laughs> Red Alert is a great <laughs> <laughs> name. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well, it is. But Red also,
0: alert but also is a great the StarCraft 2's name. names got complicated, which we'll get into with their yeah. expansion stuff. But sorry, no, keep going. Yeah, <laughs> we can't yeah, get, yeah. get distracted here.
3: we got to hit the Google machine to find out about which <laughs> Command and Conquer came out
0: when. Uh, yeah, um, there's a lot.
3: But yeah, no, so the game StarCraft heavily relies on what's known as macro and micro.
0: Yeah, which you'll have to elaborate on, because I believe this game may have been the first time I heard those terms, personally. Yeah. Of course, not knowing what they meant until years later, but, you know. So,
3: with Macro, it's maintaining your overall base operations, like building workers to mine resources, producing military units, constructing new buildings, expanding into, you know, your
0: expansion or your expo
3: or your new settlements. Yeah. It's the overall management of production,
0: whereas Micro... Is... Sorry, I got, uh, Austin fucked me because they just have some ground ass base name that it is literally it's just it's called just, Tiberium. It's just called Tiberium. It doesn't even have Commander Conqueror
3: yeah, yeah, command conquer in it. Yeah, fuck yeah. okay. it. All right,
1: sorry. <laughs> yeah,
3: and uh, <laughs> Micro is.
1: The I do lo- this a lot. I apologize. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're fine. I go off on tangents. Mm-hmm.
3: Hey, you can do what you want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Micro is the level of granular and specific control over the game. So having units do certain things like move, explore, attack, dodge, use specific abilities. This is where your rock, paper, scissors shoot and it, cool it, down and shit real important. And then
2: walk just far enough away to where they can't shoot yeah. you and then turn
3: back around and yeah. shoot them again. Yeah. 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 No, 100%. That's like, good. Um, That's good. Yeah, Muta Control with Zerg and, uh, well, with Protoss, you just hit attack move and you win. Yeah. Pretty pretty (laughs) sweet. So why is this game so easy to pick up but almost impossible to master, right? So the easy part of it, there are only three races to choose from. I wouldn't, Necessarily call it rock paper scissors.
0: Think, yeah, but, I was kind of generalizing a little bit. There was
3: less that you need to memorize, right?
0: Yeah, as there's opposed one, to maybe something like an Age of Empires. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Age of Empires. Like, there's like four different resources. Everybody. And, yeah. yeah, you
3: have uh, wood, food, gold, and stone. Stone is the most limited, followed by gold, yeah. then wood and food. Wood are really Some are finite. To food. Yeah, they're uh, all finite. I might, I you can use a market to interswap resources. Up, yeah, up your tech level yeah, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, but here it's just three races. None of them have the same units or overlap, which Age of Empires does. Yeah, they have the same function, but they have different. names. Names, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, there's only two resources to mine. That is minerals and
0: Vespian Gas. or gas.
1: Yeah, Vespine Gas is the coolest name for a mineral or er, for cool. a resource in any uh, RTS ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: And Tiberium y- is a cool name. Is it, though?
2: Yeah. We just got done talking
1: it's about It's radioactive crystals,
0: game. And, and if you walk <laughs> on it, you die. That's cool. Yeah, way cool.
3: Command yeah, Conquer
2: sounds like it tried to be a shitty sci-fi TV
1: show from the 90s that could compete <laughs> with the next generation. To be fair, it was Straighten. a shitty sci-fi TV show at <laughs> the 90s with a video game in the middle yeah oh, go walk on some vesping gas and get back to me I uh, bet you that'll burn your life. probably <laughs> and uh but imagine you we- get crushed by a big crystal easy yeah <laughs> mining
3: minerals can you imagine the life of an SCV is like the Terran man that must suck yeah <laughs> That's why the
1: Protoss were the coolest because they had those little drones that float around. Are you kidding me?
0: They always sound so energetic.
3: I'm on it. Uh, Yeah,
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: they're thrilled to be a part of the meat grinder. Man, wait, don't they just go? What do you want?
3: (laughs) Yeah, they're always pissed off. Yeah, but yeah, no. There's only two resources, right? The names of the units themselves are really a mastercraft of how to make things easy to understand, right? Uh Like you make units from a barracks. The starport makes flying units. The evolution chamber does upgrades. Very self. The forge does upgrades. The academy does upgrades. The engineering bay does upgrades. Like, it's very intuitive when you look at it. Because be like, this upgrades vehicles. Yeah. This
0: upgrades ground soldiers. Yeah.
3: This The starport has a helipad at the top, so you would think that this would be a place where you would produce air units, right? Mm-hmm. So it's easy to pick up. Why is it impossible
0: to master? I mean, it, I will say that was d- a good call on their part because it likely did make the game easier to translate or yeah. localize to other regions. Like, yeah, yeah like... It,
3: which is also why yeah, the sure, the campaign man. begins with Terran. Yeah, it does. You're it, right. It gets yeah. you familiar with the Terran units, which are the easiest to learn. Yeah. And then it transitions you. I think Zerg is second. And Zerg then Toss is, second. is third. yeah. And Zerg is probably the weirdest one to learn yeah. what each one does. But um, Toss is very...
0: And I, crazy, and I guess I you know. should say, before you get into the harder stuff, that we're breaking down the mechanics of the game, not so much the lore itself, yeah. because otherwise... Be here for hours. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, Kerrigan it's, it's was hard. a sniper... <laughs> Yeah, she was a ghost. Uh, and then she became, <laughs> she became the, the Queen of Blades. And that is Austin's Starcraft lore corner because she that is like all a I know. Then she became like a good zerg and then Jim a god. Jim Rayner mm-hmm. likes cigars. He does. Okay, there we go. That's all I know. <laughs>
3: Jim Raynor, my man. <laughs> yeah. Bet way better in the Vulture than as a I'll tell you that much.
1: It's funny. <laughs> I know absolutely nothing about the Protoss lore whatsoever, but <laughs> I, they're you my you favorite faction. You don't need yeah. to. No,
3: trust me. There's something about like deep space exploration. That's, so, yeah. that's so fucking cool well I think cool, it ends dude. with <laughs> six <laughs> different factions or something yeah,
0: what is it uh, the, sh- the, shadows, the giant uh, bomb talks about the ending of the last thing where Rayner fucks god Kerrigan and then they make new life in the universe or something I don't I don't know well,
2: wait this <laughs> is the spacey clicky <laughs> keyboard game <laughs> let me tell you this much
3: blizzard was way different in, in 2000 than it is now okay <laughs> They had some quality
2: people back then. Yeah, um, but yeah. Nowadays they're just like, "Hey, look at this lesbian's butt." And there's robots, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fight them, uh, guys. What do we do for the next WoW expansion?
3: Uh, why don't we just re-release the original one? <laughs> so we don't have to make anything up. No, you just, don't. Just you dare mock them? Person who ate every bit of that up? <laughs> yeah, dude. I played. I got. A, I got a sixty. Don't you
1: worry. I got a sixty.
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like, it was like a clearly obvious tactic. It's just like before. they have a yeah.
1: they have a dartboard that says, "What will Sylvanas do this time?" And then they just throw a bunch of darts at it, <laughs> and they're like, "All right, there's a new expansion." So,
3: Ivanis will release a Diablo
1: 3 mobile app? <laughs> uh,
3: <whatever. laughs> Put that in there. Yeah, yeah. Sorry,
1: I ran out of ideas. I thought we were doing pictures. You don't have a phone? <laughs>
3: uh, but yeah, so back to it. Why is it why is it hard to master? Right, most of it is what I would call unintended consequence of the game coming out at late '90s. Yeah, and um, hey, there's limitations. It had limitations. Yeah. yeah, so you could only select twelve units at a time. Right, But there was a max population of 200, so you had to have multiple units in different groups. You can't
0: do your Halo Wars all units button. (laughs)
3: Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, oh my God. uh, It was eventually solved with um, some changes to the meta, right? coming from the highest levels of play, like in a lot of these earlier games... Um, Something games aggressively still try to do now. Yeah. They do. A lot of games rely too much on patching. Yes. Uh, yeah. Or if you look at a game like League of Legends, their entire company motif is to change the game every three months, which one would argue <laughs> never did, allows you to see the best level of
0: gameplay. That's true. I mean, it worked in their favor in a business sense.
3: Yeah.
1: But... Yeah, the point of that is not ironically enough not to get the best game, but to get the most interesting, interesting meta. yeah. Because interesting metas keep People playing.
3: Yep, I would I would equate Starcraft more to something like chess, where yeah. the, the meta changes in chess as well. Chess don't get patched though. Yeah, t- chess. <laughs> no Starcraft 3D A- or 4D chess out there.
1: But <laughs> Starcraft uh, isn't boring as shit. Yeah, no. I like, come at me chess, I like chess And also they don't play Starcraft in Harry Potter. Another movie reference <laughs> wait, beating did, you.
2: Did they, wait, did they play StarCraft <laughs> you Imagine that scene and in Harry saying, Potter yeah, where they don't. play a
1: giant StarCraft
2: map. <laughs> <laughs> good.
3: Yeah, Harry, Harry uses a spell, and now he's got God-level macro, you know? Yep. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, so everything under the highest levels was purely, you know, who had the better micro and macro? If you were yeah. trying to climb the ladder in StarCraft, there's a big misconception that your fingers need to be, like, you need to be a mechanical God. I think there's a funny video that I mentioned. That was
1: the thing that got me when I was young and playing StarCraft. It seems so intimidating, right? When I was like, how do I get better at this game? And someone's like, what's your APM? And I was like, what does APM stand for? And they're like, actions per per minute.
2: minute. And I was
1: just like... (laughs) I don't know, like five, and somebody just laughed at me, and I was like, I'm done. Yeah, you are like, forget <laughs> this game. Uh, what they've come to realize... It looks
0: like they're hacking into
2: the fucking oh, they're, they're
1: Gibson. Oh, they yeah, yeah, like, yeah.
0: Super hard. <laughs> super hard.
1: Uh, Zero, cool. Another <laughs> hacker's reference for everybody. we got to keep it There's a frequent listener.
3: <laughs> they, over time, the general ideas generally change. They still use APM, but I think they have an, a different one. It's like uh, lowercase e APM, or... AAPM, and what they found out is it's not it doesn't matter how fast you hit your keyboard it's what you're actually doing when you hit it
0: yeah. uh, you're it right seems like a concept <laughs> that be like a uh, but uh no if I just slam my fist on the keyboard yeah, as fast, yeah. as, fast yeah. as possible it was so an an t- it doesn't strategy. matter
1: how many buttons you hit but which buttons you hit is yep. essentially what yeah. you're saying oh my yeah. god who would have thought but you're, you're right, right. But you're right <laughs> <laughs>
0: is that this was the general consensus because it's yeah. actions I should say are your commands yeah. like you know your, your micros and your macros right? to, uh, the uh, full potential of it anyway
3: I was watching a ton of interviews about brood war and stuff like that there's a great documentary about artosis and tasteless from back when they were players. Or I think they they might be one of the few English commentators currently living in Korea that do StarCraft commentary. There are a few others, but they are probably the most notable. And they have a great story about a guy who went to a tournament who purposely at the what start a job. of the match. I know <laughs> at the start of the match he would use both of his hands. To smash APM, so that way when the commentators and other people are looking at it, his APM would be like above a thousand, and people would be like, <laughs> "What is this kid doing?" And then he just like came out and just like, yeah, "I just did it like look
0: cool." <laughs> so, what, what would you say the the average like APM is for? Okay. Like your Variety yeah. of players. So new players who are
3: not strictly console junkies that are play. She's slight of
0: Look, look, here, you masher.
3: Uh, <laughs> okay. um, people will typically have about fifty apm.
0: Uh, being us probably pros have around 300. I'm looking at you. No, no. Cut, that,
1: cut that by a fifth, sir. Some of us don't, just, some I of us don't about like 110
2: right now. Oh, some yeah. of us don't yeah. like
1: using our keyboard in StarCraft. We like using the mouse, so we can't do a whole lot, but we still enjoy the game, and that's what matters. Okay? The,
2: biggest,
3: the biggest piece to get over in, in StarCraft to get better is you can't watch your units fight.
1: Yeah, I know. That, I know. So uh, you're say. right,
0: but it looks so cool. Looks so cool. Su- I it always sucks. want to see yeah. the destruction. It's, it's so gory, and the particles of the explosions yeah. look cool. Like, yeah, yeah
1: like you, you gotta like if you're playing Zerg, you gotta like spawn units and then click to another part of the map. But I want to watch that pustule you, yeah. Explode. explode. Yeah, yeah. I want to watch now the Zerglings run you want to be good, over. you don't. Uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> when they if overrun you, people, it's so. If cool. you want to be good, you see that as like, my units will win. All I have to do is attack, move. Time to go, uh, you know, refresh my base oh, real quick. Come God back in, and see, reevaluate. This happens but, uh, every
1: time we do this fucking podcast. <laughs> Now I'm going to have to go buy StarCraft Remastered. It's so good. Oh, I know. I, like I kind of like StarCraft 2 is free. Fuck it. Just play I 2. I StarCraft yeah. Yeah. 2, but I never played the campaign for any of them. You should. And I'm not good yeah. enough to play online. The campaign for StarCraft the, the, it's 2 great. is yeah. immaculate. It's Are you kidding me? It's fucking amazing. It's probably, I'm amazing. probably not like underst- one of the best I'm not going like, to
3: understand RTS it if campaigns. I don't play 1. got to play 1. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Looky
1: here, Chainsaw. <laughs> I'm not going to understand it if you do. Listen, <laughs> sir. Yeah, I beat them and I don't understand I went and played 5. Five hours of SimCity 2013. After that podcast, don't tell me that's stupid to play StarCraft One.
2: Look, as a person who's beaten both of them, I don't know what anybody's name is. What's the main guy's name? Beard guy? No, no, not Cigar guy. He's the other guy. His name is His name is Jim Rayner. How could you
3: forget? Yeah, of course you have uh, you have Zeratul. That's all I got. No,
0: you can if name you more than that. Yeah, the StarCraft Ghost famously canceled. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: StarCraft Ghost famously canceled. Rest uh, in peace. The game was sh- dumb. No, but what's her name? Why can I forget? No,
1: Kerrigan wasn't the oh,
0: oh, from the actual
3: game. Yeah,
0: oh, I have no idea.
1: Nova, Nova. There you go. Yeah. Yes, I did know. <laughs> you Why know, well, isn't Nova Kerrigan's codename? Uh, uh, aren't they the same I person?
0: I don't remember. Uh, come on, Chris. No, no, <laughs> uh, uh,
3: I don't think... Uh, no, they're not. I do not think so. I, no. Nova's a sniper. The, the like, only reason I say that is because Nova and Kerrigan are two different characters in Heroes of the Storm.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And, and
3: because of there, that, they're two different skins
1: of Widowmaker and Overwatch. Yeah, that's true. You're right. That's how I know. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, sorry. You are saying
0: yeah. pros have around
3: 300. Yep. Korean pros that's probably so won't there. get out of bed unless they have a minimum of 300, but they're typically more like 350.
1: All right. Wait, let me Oof. do the math. So, 300 divided by 60 is five a second, correct? Yes. Or 50 a second. Five. Five a second.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yes. 20
3: milliseconds a hit? Would that be it? Or 200 can register. 200 milliseconds. 200 milliseconds.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're getting into like frame
3: counting territory. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let's, let's see if there's a tech system in the game. We'll try it. But. Yeah, no, there's there's some famous videos out there, you know, if you if, like I was saying if you search Korean Brood War APM and watch the video, Korean gamers oh, I've seen APM presentations, <laughs> you can see it on full display. My but favorite, it's not
1: necessary. My favorite is when back when they used to make those videos when there were cameras were so shitty they couldn't keep up and it just blurs <laughs> yeah. they're moving yeah. too fast. Yeah.
3: What people it's also don't shit. know is at the highest levels when you talk about like the best players out there, they constantly make mistakes. Mm-hmm. They constantly make mistakes, yeah. which is which is like everyone's like, "There's no way," and you're like, "Dude, like what they do is they specialize into something, right?" Which mm-hmm. doesn't, which is like kind of weird, but like there's a player who's really known for understanding how to utilize the mini map. Like, he's real good at, like... Wow. He, his, they did, like, <laughs> eye tracking, good. and, like, they saw him just, like, constantly flicking his eyes at the minimap. So, when he sent his units out, and when he was doing explorations, he had better map knowledge, and that's what, like, he used to propel himself to, like, pro-game Who knowledge. says games are physical? a question. It's, <laughs> it's do
1: you think a pro player of StarCraft, do you think if it had the UI of just the bottom thing with the minimap, and they all the buttons? They could command a real sci-fi and war? And the real thing was black that they could still play? Ooh, Ooh, that—that's some Tetris blindfolded I shit. Don't no think because you so. can't see the units that are attacking yeah. you on the map. Like,
3: okay, so a great why I don't think that. Do you know what the best? What hack, a good idea for a money match. Do you know no? what? The, do you know what the best hack in StarCraft is? No. A map hack. A wall hack.
0: No I fog know. of war. Oh, no fog of war. Vision is probably yeah. one of the
3: most important.
0: Fo- yeah, pieces. fog of war is probably one of the most universal things of all yeah. RTSs. It doesn't matter if it's Age of Empires or Company of Heroes or. Because like,
3: it's all right now. Starcraft's Brood War it's still vibrant community, man. Whenever oh, ASL yeah. comes on, I'm always watching. But this um, is why you
0: gotta send a unit to spy.
3: Of course, oh, yeah? information gathering in Starcraft One is so 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 important because it takes so much to invest down a tech tree that if you and it's so optimized that knowing what's coming, they can't stop making it. They yeah. can't pivot oh, yeah. because if they pivot. Then they're behind in their attack, and then and that's everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but besides that, okay, that's getting like too in depth. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the game was uh, perfect out of the box, baby. But <laughs> there were a ton of fucking glitches that they haven't patched out because there was never a update patch to the gameplay. There's only been graphical updates. Yeah,
0: like I mean, that's all intact in the remaster. That's yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's just no, them up. All of the glitches it.
3: are still in it. Like mm-hmm. it's perfect. There are some that are banned, but most of them are not. Mm-hmm. Which like. There's a few that are pretty game-breaking. I was going to uh, say, what do,
0: you, what do you got? Like,
3: So, these, <laughs> these glitches really, they came to define a good portion of the game, and because of this, they were obviously left in. It does make it difficult for newcomers if you're coming to pretty weird things, so you have stuff like uh, Mutalist stacking. Some guy found out that, you know, you can only have 12 units in a group, right? But, how the mutilists move, if one of those units is an Overlord, which is Ultra slow. Oh, it's so right, slow. And you right click <coughs> all of the mutas. Instead of moving in a pack like a flying V, they, yeah. they will go to that point instantly. So they stack on top of each other. Oh. So what you do is your your attack group is eleven mutas and then one overlord. You fly over their base. And mutalis have Glaive attacks with spreads, right? Yeah. And then you just, like, attack one drone, and it'll kill three of them, and they fly <laughs> away, <laughs> right? They did the same thing for Lurkers, because of just, like, how the pixels worked on the screen, which was very prevalent in one of my favorite tower defense games, where you would stack Lurkers on top of each other, mm-hmm. and then you would have, like, six Lurkers, and then they used that knowledge and then they combine it with the fact with high ground advantage with you only hit 50% of the shots if you're shooting to the high ground. And now if you're zerg the primary strategy if you're taking a, another base, all you have to do is put two lurkers on the ramp, they will never break it. Huh. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> That's uh, pretty good. There, like I said there are some illegal ones. I know there's one that has to do with like an anti-air t- turret with Terran. Drone drilling is insane. If you explore the map and you take a whole bunch of your drones or SCVs or probes and you go to the Fog of War and you right click on that mineral patch, they will take the most direct line. Yeah. And And they'll explore
0: the map or like?
3: Uh, They'll go straight to the mineral patch as long as it's been explored in the Fog of War. But what you do is while they're moving, if you press the stop key, they all spread out. But they get through these pixel perfect areas. And, like, say you're against a giant group of enemies. Yeah. If you send your drones through and you hit stop, they spread out and all of their units move around. Is that legal? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's called called drone drilling. Okay. It's sweet. That's pretty good. Yeah. I've I've seen that before. Yeah. Hold position lurkers, another great one. They found out if you hit hold position, the lurkers won't attack immediately. So, what they used to do was create, like, basically, like, these bombs that you would put in the middle of the map. And if people Mm -hmm. didn't see them with, like, detection, you'd wait for all their units to run over them. You take them off whole position and it would just slaughter an entire army. Yeah, <laughs> it's some great stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is like the wave dashing or the L canceling of Starcraft. Uh, yeah, and nothing and beats hitting someone you with a monster tipper. <laughs> the things I understand,
3: monster tippers, baby. <laughs> but but yeah. So Starcraft overall very easy game to pick up, very 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 difficult game to master.
0: Yeah. Of course, then before the end of the year, something else would happen to shake things up all over again November 30th 1998 Brood Wars released (gasps) in the same year which is kind of wild but probably one of the most celebrated expansion packs of all time I'm sure everybody here remembers the battle chest double box Mm -hmm. I had to buy
3: three battle chests because I kept getting my CD keys banned
0: really Yeah. (laughs) wait what
3: were you cheating (laughs) the first time yes (laughs) (laughs) I was like 15. Maybe. Okay, and then they came out with Brood War Mini, which is pretty sweet. But that's a whole other thing—a way to play the game without CD keys. Did
0: did you get? Oh yeah. Did yeah. did you guys get the? Did you guys hop in and base and then get Brood War? Or did you get them both together? I got them both uh, together. You got them together. I Thank got
1: you. the. I think I got Starcraft before Brood War came out. Okay. And then I bought Brood War, but I did buy the Diablo 2 Battle Chest. Hey. I And the also original... the Warcraft Three Battle. Chest.
3: Chris, did you get the Battle Chest or the Battle Chest had? Starcraft and then Brood War, and then did it have Diablo 2, Diablo 2, Lords of Destruction?
1: Yeah. Okay, yes, yes
3: that's what I got. Okay. Mm-hmm. In fact, a few years ago, I found one of those. Really? Target had it.
0: Huh. Yeah. That's cool.
1: I was just oh, like, wait,
0: still there?
3: can Can you get years.
1: Starcraft? I have Starcraft. I just don't have remastered.
3: Yeah. Oh. It can <laughs> still work.
1: Because if you had the CD key, you could enter it into Battle.net and redeem it, and yeah. I still have my StarCraft II and Brood War CD keys go. at home. But
3: if it's a multiple-users key, you'll get sent to the Void. You can't talk to people in the chat. <laughs> I don't want to.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, where's yeah. our chainsaw? How about, how about you? No, as far as the battle test goes, I didn't have that one with StarCraft. I had the Diablo II one. I remember that. Okay. all red and black and sick. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, no, they were they, they were they great, put ideas. Some great games. Blizzard is really good or early Blazer is really good at making sequels. Yes, oh, yeah. Lords Lords of
0: Destruction is the
2: name. Diablo of that, right? Two is best nah. sequel ever. I mean, these no, and then when, when these the came out, for it is even better.
3: When
0: these came out, they were events, you know. Yeah. Like that's why I was, I'm as a big Overwatch fan. I was very disappointed with how unceremonious this like next release looks. And I'm sure I will buy it and I'll play it and I will probably very much enjoy it. But it's also like it doesn't feel as important
2: as like no, you it know, feels like and, Overwatch Two ish. Yeah, yeah. Like, should be I mean. That's new, having that's new though,
1: to be fair, you know, say what you will about how well they did or their staying power or Diablo bad 4 feels. Diablo yeah. 3 and StarCraft 2 were significant. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They yeah. Were huge. And,
0: and the announcement of Diablo 4 is something that. That Diablo 4 trailer was a big dope deal. as shit. Yeah, it is pretty cool. But yeah, no, so <laughs> back,
3: back to the timeline. Tournaments start running around this time. As well, with like a lot of the early, early players uh, yeah. well, around Brood War. Yeah, mean? after Brood War. Yeah, like, okay, uh, tournaments start popping war. up like ninety nine, two thousand. Okay. Yeah, okay. so wow. th-
0: like we're around the turn of the millennium. Yeah, here,
3: yeah. Okay. And in the West, in the early which 2000s, is gonna bring us to
0: some big points in our yeah. yeah. Uh, story now,
3: but the West was really dominated by a lot of homegrown operations. So you have like Cal, CPL, MLG for first-person shooters. MLG
0: was definitely the first I knew about, and with Counter-Strike especially. So, and yeah. for, for more on a whack-ass scandal uh, regarding that game, please check out our Yikes. tenth episode. <laughs> but you are also on Chris <laughs> on those later incidents. Um, yeah. Granted, that's StarCraft Go, but yeah, it's <laughs> Counter-Strike. Go. Counter-Strike Go. What? <laughs> StarCraft Go? It's something like a shitty Go. mobile Go. game. Sorry. Yes, that is Counter-Strike <laughs> Glo- Global ideas. Offensive. <laughs> yeah,
3: but don't give my ideas. Yeah, you have a lot of these first-person shooters in in the West, which is kind of like our thing.
0: Yeah, is that like RTSs became so popular in Korea? I mean, is that do you think that's the computer specs or internet speeds or just the culture? Like, a- so
3: I think my personal opinion is that first-person shooters became more and more popular because they were developed for an american audience like mm-hmm. a, a good way to describe it is like you look at like doom right which is a real iconic video game which was massively popular but it didn't necessarily translate well to korean culture
0: or uh, yeah i suppose not i mean if it's, it's when just, like, you look at demons, the right
1: i heard and, and i don't know how true this is i did also hear once that there is a at least in those early days cultural difference where is being one v one, and first person shooters being, being team, team based. based. Yeah. okay. Had a had some pl- play in that. Yeah, oh, that's a good mm. point.
3: But I, I think with the with the success of stuff like Quake, there was almost like a backing for it. You know, like nobody wanted to take the venture into StarCraft. They did, right? Yeah. A lot of like MLG events would have a StarCraft portion of it. Mm-hmm. But like the reason people were at the MLG was for like Counter Strike Melee. I mean,
0: like. Two v twos and three v threes were never really popular in the high yeah. league of, of StarCraft. Which it's it's funny because now you do have things like PUBG that are back to
2: being one player versus yeah. other. I mean, fighting players. games, right?
0: Fighting games, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, 1v1. it was it wasn't until yeah, that's kind
2: of what makes it unique. It's it's one v one, but it's not just like you're right. A, it's yeah. a different kind of one v one. It kind
0: of wasn't until RTS has evolved into MOBAs that you saw the rise of team yes, like based games again. Yeah. In
3: that. So we have our quote-unquote celebrities at the time, which is probably Jonathan Fatality Wendell. is probably the biggest name at the time because he's the best American. Plus, Um,
1: Korean people, Korean esports stars are all about practice, and we're all about taking meth. Yes. And so, uh, yeah. It first-person shooters are much better when you just take meth. There's a there's
3: a there's a famous interview with um the Cloud Nine CS:GO team. Yeah. Yeah. Where the guys like so well, we were listening to your comms and we saw we heard they were so aggressive. We, everyone thought it was really weird. He's
1: like, I'm not gonna lie. We were all high in Adderall.
3: Yep, like straight up. <laughs> straight I, up that broke up. a whole
1: thing. Yeah, oh, they put, they put no, it
3: drug testing. If we're gonna yeah. have,
1: if we're gonna have uh, you back on for a third episode, that'll probably be the oh, topic, is, honestly, because we great... did talk about <laughs> yeah. that at one point. Drug
3: testing in the esports. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so prevalent. Take your notes now. But, uh, the East has their own celebrity. His name's Lim Hyo Wan, uh, the Goat, Slayer's fucking boxer. <laughs> that dude. I respect the old heads a lot. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people uh, who's probably listening to this, if they're super deep into the StarCraft like community, sure. uh, you would probably say that Flash is a better player overall. And respectively, I, I would probably agree just from his merits. But you gotta respect Slayer's Boxer. This dude was <laughs> this dude was gnarly, dude. I can't wait to tell you about it <laughs> and like Korean military service and what happened. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, oh my gosh. It's absolutely nuts. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so. He's over there making a name for himself. And what they really did was they emphasized on the personalities because it was 1v1 mm-hmm. so that you build that names sense. and stories around him. you know, it was called the God Emperor of Terran, you know? Like, you couldn't do that if it was a team. You know, the God Emperors doesn't sound good, but, like, the God Emperor. <laughs> uh, and, over here,
2: <laughs> yeah. and over here, you have, like. Which is also a Warhammer reference, by the way. The God Emperor. The God Emperor. the King of the Space Marines.
3: Oh, shit. <laughs> you been doing your research i say well, chris is super into my Warcraft. research you mean or warhammer. 20 years yeah. of warhammer playing yeah but yeah we have big tournaments over here there was a million dollar painkiller tournament if anybody remembers that i game. remember painkiller yep. yeah. yeah i'm also
0: curious how much he won a million Whew. but yeah now let's head just a tiny bit further into the mid 2000s where starcraft is just popping off in korea but chris like what exactly do you think led to this extreme popularity over there like do you think it was something blizzard ever even like really planned for or oh man
3: so (laughs) let's take that in two parts how did it become so popular (laughs) Three reasons, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, the biggest piece was the government financial incentives for broadband growth in the late '90s were finally paying off. Right. And they okay. paid off dividends, baby, because they had such good. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it was, it was. They were way ahead of the time. <laughs> they had great infrastructure. You saw the rise of PC bongs, spelled with B okay, yeah, like A A. Hell yeah, Weed. Bong.
4: Yeah, or PC I'm gonna
3: hit my, tower real quick. <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> the man. And whether this was because these PC bongs, they were, you know, basically dirt cheap to run. Or because yeah. computers weren't necessarily the, the cheapest things at the time. I don't know. It's probably a mixture of both. I mean, home PCs at the time were like $2,000. Yeah. But yeah it, I
0: mean, now they're kind of <laughs> $2,000. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I always Yeah, fa- now they're $2,500. <laughs> I, <laughs> always, I always just Wait,
1: found computers? it- computers? Yeah, I could build you one of those for like 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I just,
0: like, I don't know. I always found it kind of interesting how Cyber Cafe's never really super caught on here.
1: No. Like, it's a shame. Not, not
0: to the degree there anyway, because I thought it was, it's a cool idea. And yeah. I'm sure we all remember when- when a couple places tried, though, didn't seem land to last, centers. But, yeah. yeah, there was like
2: there are popular ones in major cities. Like, there's a big one in New York where the um actually the Overwatch New York team practices there, and like they hold like viewings for all the tournaments and shit there. It's oh, no pretty shit, popular place there. Yeah. but kind- it's also like microcosms. It's not like there's not like a cyber cafe in every city. Yeah, you know I mean? like, or, and a, you're it not going to be more of a small thing. You're
0: certainly not going to yeah. see it in suburbia either. Like when yeah. they tried, but. But yeah.
3: these—that's uh, cool, though. These PC bongs—they really created the culture for the youth to hang out at, right? They were all playing games, which drove competitiveness in these one v one games, yeah. and eventually led to high level players coming out of these PC bongs. There's something kind of really like calling
0: it a bong. No, sweet. No, 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 uh, not the bong thing. I just meant like this reminds me, like it, I just envisioned what arcades used to be in the '80s. I, I mean, like it's very
1: similar spots, to like... locals fighting game locals now. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. those are held at fucking bars and. Yeah. fucking colleges. libraries yeah. colleges yeah. you know so people yeah, come I out of those was all the
2: time. one at a music venue yeah
3: yeah that's true we did <laughs> yeah but so if you if you think Rest about it, peace. Right, if you all have a common space think like a house where everyone is gaming you get people who drive each other to Whoa, really high house levels. Everybody's gaming. Uh, it's almost like a gaming house. Whoa! Oh my god! I mean, I mean, PC bong.
1: <laughs> Are we esports players? Because that's what we do here. <laughs> <laughs> Sign us up, baby. Get, yeah. us, a, get us
3: a Nord VPN sponsorship. I mean, do you think <laughs> my- if
1: you come on here? Over here on any weekday, it's just Matt in his room, you in your room, and me yeah. in my room all playing games.
0: <laughs> Do you think my house could ever reach the status if it wasn't for all the alcohol and music all the time? It uh, probably makes it even, You're too e- cool. even
3: more, <laughs> more likely to be true. yeah. But, um, but yeah, so you have these PC bongs where these kids are playing, and since the country is so small, it makes playing games easier without issues of latency, which not a lot of
0: people think about. That, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Um,
3: like, it seems like real, like people are getting into semantics, but if you talk to a lot of pros or listen to them talk and they always complain, they're like, oh, 70 ping. And you're like, dude, what's the deal? Like there is like a very fine minutia, but since they had such great infrastructure and everyone was connected and it was, the country so small. Think about it. Like you use the fighting game scene. Nowadays it's, it's, it's kind of solved, but not really with like net play and like netcode and stuff like that. There's still games that have terrible net code as I'm sure you know.
0: Yeah, that's what uh, they're dealing with right now at the, for the. Evo. For Evo. Yeah, Yeah, sorry. God, I I Uh, couldn't think
3: of the name. Isn't that kind of ironic? Didn't they make... Well, well I just went like they they, yeah. they
0: they had to change the roster of their games once yeah. they had to the, they switched Are online. you told me all year? those
3: King Cave rule online superstars <laughs> were coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no. So the infrastructure was huge, and imagine if you had the best players in New York City who were able to play at extremely low latency against the best players in California. Mm. You would get a better environment, and it's also where you get like East versus West Coast, and like Super Smash Bros. melee, that kind of stuff, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, but. Yeah, it really elevated the game to another level. And um, fun fact, when StarCraft first dropped, suddenly everyone was able to play very easily. What percentage of South Korea's population with broadband internet was playing StarCraft on a regular basis when it first launched?
2: You told me this and it broke my brain. I think it's like 27%. I'm going to go 60%. Austin, you're closer.
3: It was like sixty. what? It was, it was between it was between 50 and 51%. Yeah.
2: That's insane. Holy shit. of yeah. the regular <laughs> population
3: basis.
0: Uh, that, that's like, I wonder what the percentage of people in the United States that engage with football is still probably lower than that. And that's like the most American thing, like ever. Like, it, it, it reminds me of when Epic recently released just how many accounts there were made to play Fortnite across the world. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a I, third
1: of the population in yeah, yeah, the United States like, or something. If they were all unique um, accounts. Yeah.
3: Not, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, over 50%. <laughs> over 50% of people with broadband internet in, <laughs> in Korea sure. were playing StarCraft on a regular basis. It's insane. It's absolutely nuts. (laughs) And then finally, they were able to successfully incorporate broadcasting into tournaments. Yeah, something we were never totally able to figure out
0: here. Prior to 2010,
3: (laughs) if you wanted to throw a tournament, the most expensive cost to your entire operation was broadcasting.
0: Wow. Like, I know, like, we've had uh, conversations in the past before about the potential of things like G4, like, prior to Twitch coming onto the scene and how much they fucked up. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. And I think it
3: was called, the, was it the CGL? Or CGS?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: They, had, like, they had, like, all the players, like, sit in, like, these chairs that were shaped like eggs and then, like, spun them around. <laughs> Like,
0: gaming. <laughs> at least you know. ESPN will like sometimes show like the the finals at Evo, but
3: yeah, it's starting to get a lot better. But prior to essentially, I don't want to say the original was was it Justin TV or Own TV? Uh, Justin TV, Justin TV, oh, Justin TV, yeah, yeah. which which became once or. Yeah. That became became Twitch. Twitch, Twitch, yeah. Once that came out in 2010, everything kind of changed. But before that, the only way to broadcast it, they did have streaming services, but they were incredibly expensive and incredible low quality. Um, So nobody wanted to do that. But what Korea had was TV. And U.S. TV operates way, way, way differently. No one wanted to pick it up. Korea was like... Yeah, let's let's just create a branch of the government to deal with us.
0: So they didn't they didn't even have to deal with like the pay per view shit like yeah. you do here, right? Like you know, like every MMA fight and wrestling and, and stuff like that. When I used to work at the bar, was like you paid an exorbitant amount of money to, like. Be able to publicly show that stuff. And yeah. Then, yeah. You
3: had to sell your first son if you wanted to sign <laughs> a deal with the TV station. And those overhead costs were essentially paid for in Korea.
0: And that's how that could get out there. Uh, yeah. So.
3: Yeah. And luckily, since half of the fucking Korean population was playing the goddamn game, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you um, could show it f- anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, OGN or On GameNet was created in 2000 specifically for broadcasting video game-related content in eSports and immediately took StarCraft on board. That makes sense. Yeah, it's like... You had a few early players, but think about like expanded cable channels here. Mm-hmm. It would be something like similar to that, I guess. You would
0: say. So, like, how, how much was Blizzard themselves really helping None. at this time? None. None. Yeah. <laughs> None at like, all. Like they're just completely hands off. The what, scene. The it, scene was it, just building itself it and ran on its on own. Radar. Like it just was yeah. not on their radar. Um, okay.
3: Which eventually comes up in a nasty lawsuit, uh, <laughs>
0: of course, <laughs> naturally. Yeah.
3: But yeah, like so, you might say to yourself, like, well, why didn't anybody do this in in the states, right? And there's a lot of history of. old money in Korea. For all those people out there, do not worry. I did the googling for you. I'm going to try and summarize this very quickly. Okay. Um, so this crazy amount of popularity led to a massive influx of money into the scene. Not half baked sponsorships from mouse and headset companies that are like hawking their new product or like shilling.
1: Hey, you leave Logitech out of this.
3: And of course, if anybody here wants to play Rave Shadow, Logitech. <laughs> uh, but like, you had real large kind of corrupt but old money that you could only find in Korean corporations that are taking interest in this. <laughs> hey, um, for those who are unfamiliar <laughs> with Korean corporate laws and regulations anybody here an expert?
1: I, yeah I it's very familiar, but explain it for Randy. Of course, of course. Well, it was my minor. Yeah. But... I am also yeah. No. Just with Alton, I also have a lot of knowledge. But yes. it's not worth getting into.
2: Obviously, if you're if you're about to get hey, into me it, Chris are yeah.
1: very very familiar with this. But explain it for Randy. Uh, the, yeah, the,
3: the, the, the simpleton. Of course. Um, so, well, Randy, this is how yeah. <laughs> it. Like... So let's we not forget that South Korea is a relatively new country. It was. Only made a country in 1945, yeah. uh, so I'm pretty sure that some of us have grandparents that were have been around that were older than South Korea. or parents. I'm not trying to discriminate against the age of your audience. Most of my grandparents are dead. Thank you. Oh, uh, no problem.
1: Uh, <laughs> so I'll, I'll one-up you. All of my grandparents are dead. <laughs> I yes. only have Slide one box. left, but I don't, I don't <laughs> know. Either.
0: She's baby. She's yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so
3: after Korea, after South Korea became a country, very few Koreans had owned or managed large corporations prior to becoming a country. Uh, mm. This has to do with Japanese colonialism. If you want to look it up, there's an empress that was assassinated. And they had
2: like a big zombie invasion in the southern region <laughs> for a long time.
3: Yeah, it really took over. The- Wait, are you calling Japanese people zombies? No, that's just
2: a reference to the underrated show Kingdom, which is incredible. Oh, I thought you were talking
0: about Train to Busan. I'm sorry.
2: No, no, no. Everybody check out this. It's on Netflix. It's got like Game of Thrones production quality. It's about like feudal Korea and there's like a zombie invasion. It's fucking insanely good. Cool. Way underrated. (laughs) Damn.
1: That's also where Wolverine came from Japan.
2: Wait. (laughs) <laughs> like from the X-Men? Uh-huh. Wait, wait, yeah, I wh- saw that.
1: There's a movie about it. He's a samurai in it.
3: <laughs> no, that's Tom Cruise in it. That's another
1: movie <laughs> yeah, he, reference, yeah, dude. Y- I just s- killing nobody you right now. You watched
0: the Second Wolverine
1: movie? <laughs> I man. saw it in theaters.
0: Uh, I did. Also, <laughs> <for laughs> Iron Samurai. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. But Yeah, so like, just watch Logan. You don't need any of that other oh, shit. Great. It's so good.
3: Early, this early Korean management started back in the 1950s, and they were real hard style, very top down. It kind of goes hand in hand with the military regimes of the time where they had a state run economy, sort of an authoritarian bureaucratic management system where the government specified to what's known as the, the, the Kaibal. I'm pronouncing that correctly, I, I believe. Okay. I, I thought it was Chable for the long well, time. I would, I would, that's, I'm glad that you read this because that's I should, how like, I, would I would have pronounced to like, it. I should probably pull Google and do like, <laughs> the sound effect thing to figure out how it's actually done. But Cabal. Well,
0: that's. From Mortal Kombat. Yeah.
3: Yeah, duh. <laughs> but yeah, if you think about it, like if you have a country that is newly founded, who is going to take over, right? It's never, mm. it's never a democratic election. It's always a militant party
1: that was active in whatever war, quote unquote, freed them. I hate to break it to oh, you, yeah. but no democratic elections are democratic elections.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I hate to break it to you, the reason they became a new country is because somebody, <laughs> the United States, was just there. No, dude, we dropped freedom <laughs> bombs. We dropped freedom um, bombs.
3: Yeah, you could go back and read about Korean history, how it was known as the Hermit Kingdom. They were annexed by Japan in like 1910. The war came around, blah, 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 Prussian War, et cetera, et cetera. But all you need to know is that this military, militaristic government came in and they told people essentially what to do, right? So they went and they're like, well, we need to get like production back up. So they said, you. And they're like, yeah, like you're going to build a factory and you're going to smelt this many I-beams and this is where you're going to put your factory and this is the resources that you'll need. And I'm sure you're probably asking yourself like how the fuck do you get lucky enough to be selected by the government to run major companies? (laughs) I'm so happy that you asked. (laughs) Randy, for wait, uh, uh, yeah,
1: I know, but explain it for Randy. <laughs> sure. Yeah.
3: So, uh, the, the Kaibul is—it's uh, a large industrial conglomerate that's running, controlled by an owner or family in South Korea. Yeah. In the United States, the joke is that you knew there was
1: going to be lineage. Corporate in corporations
3: that. are people, right? According yeah. to the law. In, in Korea? That like is, a fun, actual, is a funny joke, yeah. yeah. They're are actual people. I laugh at
1: just horror and nervousness. C- <laughs> Citizens United is hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, it, uh, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull this up just so I can... Uh, I will say the only thing I do know is that the most famous Korean company to me personally is older than the country itself. Samsung.
3: Yes. Yes.
1: Samsung was founded in Japanese Korea. They will come, yes.
3: up, they will come up
0: soon. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: So the easiest way to remember it, you can't spell without cabal, so I'm just going to call him the cabal. It is a cabal, dude. Uh, like, yeah, the actual yeah. definition uh, of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was going to... For a second, I, I, I didn't correct you, because I knew that you would know the word cabal, but I was like, the what you're describing sounds like a cabal. Are you just pronouncing the word wrong? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, these people... I
0: mean, when you wrote here, controlled by an owner whose, whose power over the group often c- exceeds legal authority. Yes. <laughs>
3: Okay. Sounds yes. like a
1: cabal to me. Yeah. yeah.
3: So these political elites in the 1950s, they had close links with the first president and his first republic. You know, they greased the right palms, said the right thing, talked to the right, uh, you know, uh, bourgeoisie, and, and those elites, and they received special treatment on a few things, here, you know, here and there, um, <laughs> and were basically imagine? granted the rights to start major companies. Could you imagine if America would work like that? It'd be wild. Yeah, it would be crazy. <laughs> so then the you know the, the peace loving 60s comes around, <laughs> right? The- yeah, nothing violent happened during that
1: decade. Uh, uh, nope.
3: Yeah, yeah, never. <laughs> uh, it's the president, Park Chung-hee, he seized power and he created the first five-year economic plan that really sets the industrial policy towards new investment where this cabal was basically guaranteed loans from the banking sector.
1: So what you're saying is he was playing his own game of StarCraft. Yes,
3: he he was he, <laughs> he was, was just clearly, managing resources. He was dude. clearly in the macro
1: phase of building, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of building his economy. Dude, he had some really good APM on that. <laughs>
3: No, he really did. He really did. I, this this played like a super key role in uh, developing all the new industries in Korea today, yep. and made them one of the four Asian tigers. The other being Hong Kong for finance, Singapore for finance, and Taiwan for electronics. The four Asian tiger.
0: It sounds like a Saints Row gang of like, like
3: occupying the map. I, I hate to say, it, but it sounds like a restaurant. <laughs> well, that too. yeah, but I'm brushing over a ton of shit in here because you know if we go much
1: further in depth, uh, yeah. you know there's. We're not really an economics yeah.
3: podcast. No, and there's, <laughs> a lot of, there's a lot of stuff about like how you I mean, own the company are. and whether it's your family who owns it, who owns the shares, or if you just had like a monopoly. And I won't even begin to describe the process of of having other cabal members be your affiliates. A nice, nice cast and rank system. Yeah. So now it's time for a game. <laughs> how many of these cabal corporations can you name? Yeah, so I saw uh, Chris- Samsung. <laughs> Boom.
0: So I saw Chris had this in here, and I'm curious if uh, you, uh, Austin and and, uh, and Chainsaw, could guess a few of these. I didn't do half that when I tried, but yeah, Austin, you already grabbed the first one. Samsung, um, fine makers of exploding phones and exploding missiles. How many subsidiaries do they have? How many affiliates? Samsung? Yeah. A lot. Just
3: take a guess. 15. A little higher. By a little, I mean-, I mean Closer to how many people are playing StarCraft? 51.
1: Plus 8. 60? <laughs> 59. 59 subsidiaries,
3: including life insurance, are, yeah, are part of their dude. affiliate of cabal family.
1: Yeah, who who yeah, else dude. do you think? I'm mad at Korean companies, honestly. All right, I'll give you a hint. It, uh, the it, people that made PUBG. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Uh, one of them, the company name is Lucky Golden. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Okay. Fine. What, is, what is their initials? Yeah. LG. There you go. Fine
0: makers of my first kind of right, smartphone. They are Korean. Yeah. Yep. Is it just uh, all electronics companies? No, car maker Ooh. Hyundai. Yeah. Hyundai. Fine maker of superintendent Chalmers car from the Simpsons. No, wait, that was a Honda. It was a yeah. it was an Accord. Shit. It's called yeah. Hyundai. Honda's Japanese
1: company. It's uh, pronounced Hyundai. Hyundai. Hyundai.
0: Hyundai. 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 I think in one episode of someone steals the, 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 the Honda all right, all right. hood ornament and then he tries to steal yeah. a, cur, uh, a Hyundai on to replace
3: I'm out guess.
1: give me hints like that.
3: What is the, if you watch League of Legends, what was the name of the one team who ruled as a dynasty for like five years?
1: Oh, dude, you're, I don't know. I don't watch uh, League of Legends. Evil Genius. Oh. Cloud Nine. Korean. Uh, SK. SK. SK Telecom. Okay. You have SK Ener-
0: energy and chemicals, telecommunications, trading. Yes. Oh, yeah. Kia Motors.
3: Okay. Korean Air. Fine makers okay. of the soul. Uh, Korean Air.
0: Oh, and uh, well, who owns Korean Air? That's uh, Hanjin Hengi- Group. Okay. Then you have
3: the Korean Highway Corporation, the Korean National Housing Corporation, the Korean Land Corporation, uh, the Korean that, Gas uh, Corporation, is,
2: the Korean Railroad. Is Han Hanhua? Is that one of them? Han, 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 Hwa. Han Hwa? Hanwha? What Hanjin? Is that one of them? <laughs> uh, I'm just looking at a list of them now. Did by you, did the way, you see, did, I, was, I, was actually, <laughs> I was actually
3: getting very suspicious. Hanwha is the name of the bank. That's actually very good. Did you did
0: you, did you say uh, uh, KT Corp? Yeah. They're, they're kind of like com- the Comcast. Yeah, those, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they
3: don't operate outside of Korea. No. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, a lot of these names too. If you caught me when I was ranting them off, the Korea Land Corporation, the Korea Gas Corporation. You know what that eerily sounds like? Hmm. Municipalities. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's because they are. <laughs> Except they're owned <ruined> by people. <laughs> so That yeah. sounds fun. Yeah, I mean, what's interesting is that a lot, there are a lot of names here that people might find familiar if they know the actual esports teams that were competing because yeah. of those sponsorships.
3: Yeah, um, you got Samsung Blue, Samsung White, Samsung Galaxy, Samsung Khan, KT Rolster, SKT One, Jinair Greenwing, CJ Entis, Hanwha Life Sports. You have NBC. Uh, Munwa Broadcasting Center, which is one of the channels that eventually popped up. Yeah, they had uh, they had their own team, too. Yeah. Of course. There's a, there's a ton of them. Mm-hmm. A notable difference in branding is how team or individual sponsorships seem to work here versus in Korea. Right. Here, you have a brand name that you plaster sponsorships on a team jersey and on your website. In Korea, your team is built on the money from the company. So, you are a representation of the company. Can you imagine huh. if we had I don't know, the Comcast terrible router team, the professional Overwatch team,
0: you know, or like <laughs> it's just if the team was called the Comcast routers, the Comcast <laughs> routers. <laughs> I
1: mean, Philadelphia Fusion is owned by Comcast. Yeah,
0: so. yeah. I mean, everything in Philly
1: but is owned but by their Comcast. Brand is yeah, I was going to say they don't, they don't do it out front. They don't yes. do it up front, but it's they, still there. They
0: literally <laughs> built an oblo- an obelisk tower. <laughs> in the city that,
1: like... Yeah, dude. And then they put a William Penn statue like the Eye of Mordor at the top. Yeah, it's it's, it's, ha- Comcast. it's hard to pull and, that one out. And down. now, if I want internet that is in Comcast, I have to look out my window and make sure the
2: towers are looking at me <laughs> before I switch to Verizon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. It's, like... Keep I can at, see. I can almost see it from my house. If I walk yeah. two like feet down the street, I can see the tower looking over me. Going, it, it just hums and purrs. Yeah. <laughs> I would
3: love to make a uh, clothes red in the middle a, of a the smash night. ultimate team. That's just called the New Jersey Turnpike Association Roadkill. Oh. <laughs> that would be a great team, huh? It's a little wordy.
0: Let's workshop short. that a little. Um,
3: so you have some crazy stuff that goes on, which unfolds entirely. Most of it revolves around the KESPA, the KESPA for the people out there. I understand, but I'm just going to call KESPA Korean Esports Association.
0: Yes, and um, they, they will come up a lot from here yes.
3: on. There's even stories of them, like even back as like back in like 2015. These guys are dedicated to esports in in Korea, mm-hmm. but they. They operate a little differently. The head of it is also closely tied to SK Telecom. The Mm -hmm. president of SK Telecom, like the the family guy who owns it, he's also the head of KESPA. No surprise. Love that show. SK SK Telecom. Uh, If you ever wondered why their reign was so strong in League of Legends, maybe it's because the the governing body behind eSports owned SK Telecom. So he would have the best players on his team that represented his company. Yeah, it's crazy. There you go. Uh, but they, Casper uh, actually got was- raided back in like 2015. They were, <laughs> yeah, they they got caught receiving bribes from Lot or Lot Home Shopping to be one of the major sponsors for their season.
2: Yeah, I think briefly their name. They were the sole conflict of interests, right? <laughs> Wasn't that what they were playing under for a little while? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Joke is so good on <laughs> so <some> many levels, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So like w- when the police actually investigated, lot is another cabal company. They investigated the vice president. Essentially, they went to go interview him, and following you know his claim about having a potential slush fund specifically for bribes,
2: yeah,
3: uh, the dude shows up dead in his house. Presumably from suicide to avoid being arrested. Jesus. Presumably. But yeah, so the the money in Korean esports, it really runs deep, like very, very deep. So when you hear about these upcoming stories about how these guys were match-fixing and the nuclear fallout that the organizations and the players themselves have gone through, it should kind of put things more into
0: context. For sure. I mean, it would be the same here. I I referenced football earlier, but if like the NFL like, you know, to us Americans, if match-fixing was ever discovered Yeah, could you imagine if
1: like an NFL team was like Gaming the system and using their connections to uh, like deflate balls or something. Well, and I was right gonna thing, say yeah, thought, we, we, we
0: could talk all day about how fucking horrible and corrupt that entire <laughs> yeah. organization is. But I just more mean no, like they're good now. He apologized. Oh yeah, and you can kneel again, right? Yeah. Like, yeah,
2: yeah, Shit, I wish if I was a StarCraft player and somebody tried to bribe me, I'd be like, all right, the open box up, <laughs> play a StarCraft, I'll take a bribe. Whatever you
0: whatever you can fit in there. <laughs> yeah, and uh Oh, yeah, but
2: yeah, it really
3: allowed them when you have. I I don't know one of the broadcasting companies for television as the head of your government-sanctioned esports association. It kind of makes sense why you would have, I don't know, StarCraft on TV.
0: Yeah, at one point I wanted to bring up to Austin. I don't know if you remember when Giant Bomb did the trip to Korea during the the championship series. The start, yeah. and it's like just seeing the money and the power and just the all of the the energy and time and resources into like it's. Important
2: there. It's oh, no yeah. different than fucking baseball or football. Yeah, you know? it's got the same amount of pool. <laughs>
0: but that's that's just over there. What's going on with Starcraft here in the old U.S. of A. Freedom um, Land. Freedom Land. Well, fly back over to the Western world, where we're all about trying to make money on anything, even if we don't understand it. Thus, our response to Korean TV stations playing brood war tournaments to a country where, like you said, 50% of its inhabitants play it regularly, and where you could travel from one side of the nation to another in three hours by high-speed rail. Enter the World Series of Video Games, or the uh, WSVG for short. A blemish. on <laughs> Where PC games like Counter-Strike, Quake 4, and Warcraft 3 were open for the world to compete. You even had Xbox games there, such as Project Gotham Racing 3, Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter, and uh, Halo 2.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: except it was by T-squared. American participants only. It was founded in 2002, but held its first season in June of 06, starting in Louisville, Kentucky, where... Four subsequent circuit events would take place throughout the year, culminating with a final in December. The total prize pool was 990k. Yeah, um, the press reports say a million, but uh, they actually paid out fucking 750k in the season
1: and 240 now, in the finals. What percentage of the population of Louisville, Kentucky played StarCraft? Yeah, that number. <laughs> <laughs> was it 50 <50%? laughs> you percent? Know,
3: what yeah, is, do you yeah. think? Was it 59 was percent? Uh, I think we're looking at. Uh, let me let me crunch the numbers here. Hold on.
2: Done. <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah, It I actually did... was 59%, but put .00 yeah. in front of yeah. it. Wow, how
0: did you do that? It was more or less a continuation of the $1 million Cyber Athlete Professional League World Tour in 2005, with CBS even airing a one-hour special on the Louisville opener. I suppose that isn't actually too, too far out from them when you consider their ventures. Can you imagine CNET? that
2: ad's probably like, well, we'll get back to baseball and other real sports. <laughs> For a minute, our sons and daughters are having a little play Thing over here. <laughs> Let's go check it's it out. by Preparation
0: <laughs> H, but uh, but they later did end up, you know, with things like CNET and GameSpot. So you know. Maybe this was sort of the beginning of that. The second season then featured such gems as Fight Night Round 3, Guitar Hero 2, Jordan, Quake 4 again, Warcraft 3 again, and WoW as the main circuit games. CS, Call of Duty 2, and Gears of War were also supposed to make an appearance, but I guess the deals were never fully fleshed out. They then planned the showcase at seven locations worldwide, having 574 k in prize funds this time, and even considered tri- Travel for some participants, which is pretty rad. But then, Chris, what happened?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Canceled after the four stop. <laughs> so I think revenue issues from previous events. Not being that. enough to sustain the league and their enormous event sizes and expensive televising campaigns. No. What yeah, bankruptcy? We put so much them.
2: money into trying to convince everybody that Fight Night Round 3 would be important. <laughs> <laughs> we just didn't get it. Like, dude, we didn't get it, man. Like,
3: America's like, what game should we play? Do you remember how much
0: hype
2: was about that game? Like, I remember, like, they're just being so much. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm surprised. We didn't I, have, I like,
0: remember when Project Gotham Racing was like the token sim yeah. racing sim series, and now
2: yeah.
0: it <laughs> doesn't exist. Like
3: we didn't, we didn't understand what made esports. People just assume whatever was popular makes a good esport game. Like I'm surprised we didn't see like, a, like when did Def Jam Fight for the City come out?
0: Uh, we'll fight for New York, York uh, two thousand five. Oh, dude, we missed the chance <laughs> to put
2: that in well, there. Well, I th- I think what you're getting at, and what makes any sort of competitive enterprise important is is getting people to watch it. That's the whole point. Competitiveness totally. yeah. isn't necessarily for the people playing. Yeah, it's so people can be entertained by competitors. And you know? some like, and
0: some games lend themselves way better to being watched than others. Because yeah, uh, other than absolutely, like fighting games are uproariously fun to watch, even if you like me know jack fuck about. Yeah. Tekken yeah, and Street Fighter are. and Absolutely. stuff like yeah, like it.
3: Yeah, and you know, I'm sure that deal with CBS for the hour-long special probably destroyed their coffers. But yeah. before the body was even cold, Directv in association with the British Sky Broadcasting and Stars TV, they threw their hat in the Sky. ring to make the Championship
0: Gaming Series.
3: <laughs> uh, clearly, they learned from uh, the failings of the World Series of Video Games. I mean, you look at the name; they call it World Series. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. So Dude, trying to, they, please, we promise it's like baseball. Please, just please, please, fuck please. Take, watch it. Uh,
3: but there was, there was, uh, the downfall of that was attributed to uh, complaints about the quality of the production, which uh, DirecTV clearly thought that they could fix the issue. Yeah.
2: And then uh, NBC picked it up. Oh, we're calling this one, it's called the Super Gaming Bowl. Oh. Please watch it. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is also according to uh, Michael
3: Caine. No, not the good night, you sweet princes of Sea Lab. Oh, I can't do his impression. damn, yeah, you is... kings
1: of the ocean. Everybody, welcome to Stanley's Controller. It's like, it's a hockey joke. I'm sorry. Oh,
0: you, you lost me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I love this guy, Thank you.
3: But yeah, no, the uh, the entertainment's feature writer for the New York Post, Michael Kane. Uh, where his greatest self-described... Michael
1: Payne. That one? <laughs> yeah, 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 that guy.
3: <laughs> yeah, very soon. His greatest self-described contribution to tabloid journalism was giving Arnold Schwarzenegger the title The Governor.
1: Oh, that was him? Mm-hmm. The Governor, you mean? The Governor, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, He was the a sports writer previous and hot button Yeah, I was going to say, episode star. two.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was at the Denver Post, and his writing has appeared in ESPN Magazine and Sports Magazine. According to his bio, he still lives in New York City. Mm. I copied that directly from his website. <laughs> <laughs> so that portion was from his uh, 2008 book, Game Boy's Professional Video Game. Gaming rise from the basement to the big time. <sighs> yeah.
2: If everyone didn't universally just breathe out like that's just soul sucking. At least
0: boys doesn't have a Z in it.
2: <laughs> well, I, was gonna say, I get, I get what he's trying to do with the Game Boy reference, but it also just sounds like boy, like little boys. Know, it seems like it was intentionally diminishing. It's rise right, it's from so, the basement yeah.
1: to the big time. Every time, every word that came out of your mouth hurt me more than the last. You know? <laughs> well. Clearly, uh, (laughs) clearly,
3: Directv thought that they could do better in this. Directv,
1: Uh, current owners of Blockbuster. Nothing no shit.
3: As a okay. to the beginning uh, of this episode. Right. But yeah, so they that's had uh, the CGS. They had a pilot film, the No Six. It had a CS 1.6 match between Complexity, which is still around today as a gaming org, and then Team 3D, yeah. and then uh, the classic nerd hit, Dead or Alive.
0: The booby-bouncing
3: one? Uh, that's the volleyball, I think. No, they, they, yeah, had, they all still had bo- boob physics. Uh, well, uh, yeah,
0: they, yeah, the, yeah. the physics started in Dead or Alive, and then they spun it off into the volleyball one when they realized that, you know, people are... Pretty... More interested in... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean...
3: Pirby. Yes, of course. No, weird. no, we're interested in, in seeing beach-based sports. Come on, get your mind out of the gutter. Yeah, we're yes. all big, just volleyball fans. Of course, of course, me too. Uh, <laughs> it actually did pretty well, though, following yeah. a second event that did pretty well. They, it was actually greenlit for a 2007 season on TV's exclusive channel, The 101. God,
0: I totally remember this now.
3: They had it set up with six <laughs> franchises from six major cities throughout the United States and Canada. Sound familiar? <laughs> oh, yeah plus a a total of 10 more franchises from the global regions around the world each franchise had 10 players they had five counter-strike source players two dead or Alive players one male and one female and they had one fifa 07 player and two project gotham three players two Um,
1: project gotham players
0: yes where are they now
3: Oh, sorry. I didn't uh, care about
1: that game when it came out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, can you believe it? Imagine putting that on your resume. Professional out, professional. Just, Project <laughs> Gotham 3 research. Cut out
1: the middleman and make them professional Geometry Wars players, am I right? That's yeah. the best thing that came hey, out of Project Gotham. You're 100% Gotham.
3: right. Uh, so they held their first draft at the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> Uh, first round draft picks going to uh, Vanessa Ortega,
2: uh, who is the specialist. What were they in thinking? What games? were they fucking thinking with that? <laughs> it's it's, 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 it's literally
0: what yeah, uh, I'll it's, tell you what they were thinking. Yeah, oh, you
1: know exactly I, I, what thinking. I googled championship gaming series and fucking the first picture that came up
3: was Playboy Mansion. Was, oh, wait, was it really? Was,
1: no, it wasn't the Playboy. Well, it might have been. <laughs> it was. I can't find it, but it was just a bunch of girls in low cut tops, and then like the host yeah. guy. You yeah. talking about the guy game? It looked like that, uh, yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. Well, they had their first round draft pick. Mm-hmm. They actually, if you can imagine, this is like a very old boys club, like not old boys club, but like shitty fucking mentality of having at the Playboy Mansion books being called like Rise from the Basement, like yeah, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, Just uh, really
1: just shoving any legitimacy that your thing had <laughs> right into the dirt before it starts. Yeah, and, and <laughs> even
3: going into it, yeah, they did like this fake draft or whatever. They picked one of the female Dead or Alive players- which, like, can you imagine the controversy? Uh, I don't want to. Well, guess what? She went undefeated throughout the entire season. Hell yeah. Fuckin hell hell sh- yeah. Shit, <laughs> yeah. Fucking people, dude. Uh-huh. Uh, she actually went on to appear on Sci-Fi Channel's reality television gaming WCG Ultimate Gamer.
0: Hmm. Man. That's dope. I don't think she plays anymore, No, though, unfortunately, because I, I looked into her after you said this. But, I mean, life in the competitive games field don't usually last too long yep. uh, with everything moving forward. So, you know... Damn fast. Kudos, but, kudos to her. Yeah, like really.
3: What's her name? Vanessa Ortega Okay, it's a um, cool name too. Yeah. <laughs> so season two followed in 2008, and they added uh, two new teams: the Kuala Lumpur Talfon and the Dubai Mirage. Not bad. Where is Kuala Lumpur? <laughs> I uh, Australia. The moon.
1: Obviously. Of course, yeah. it's on the moon base. Sorry, I heard, I heard <laughs> koala. That might be racist. Uh, but,
3: but they uh, no, they, they they finished out the season on July 28th. Wait, where um, actually is it? I said the moon is a joke, but I also realized that that could be interpreted as being to, racist, I too. To, I, to I, I don't know. You. I was trying to ignore you because I actually don't know either. Uh, okay.
1: <laughs> Kuala Lumpur is in Malaysia. There
3: hey, we go. Hey. Kuala Lumpur. Malaysia. We all knew that. So they finished out this season on July 28th, and later that year, on November 18th, uh, they shuttered the entire operations immediately and out of nowhere. Only to be confirmed a few hours later on their own official website. I couldn't find any credible sources explaining exactly what happened, but like popular theory was that Directv was purchased by Liberty Media, which is David Hill, an avid gamer and executive at Directv, right, Hmm. Uh, and Fox News, uh, who pitched, Uh, yeah, uh, formerly I believe, (laughs) uh, who pitched the show idea. And then when he left the company, they wasted no time boarding up the fucking doors. Like he, he was an avid gamer and he really enjoyed it. Sure. But at the same time, like if he's the person who came up with the idea of uh, having a draft at the Playboy Mansion, I'm not really sure if I if I vibe with them. Yeah. But regardless, he did create it. And then when he left, they were just like, "All right, R.
0: So what would you say are the key differences between the Korean and the Western approach with how these things are were run? I mean, it's like because at this point, <laughs> jumping from the broadcasting stuff in Korean just the Playboy Mansion, yeah. shit. Here, Can you imagine it's, it's like, like it's just like
3: a whole bunch of like. Korean Executives around the table talking about broadcasting rights, and then in America, it's like a college spring break party. (laughs) (laughs) That's the reason it's bigger. Well, Korea had the infrastructure in place, right? Run by family owned monopolies and broadcasted to an already existing audience. Yeah. People watch TV. America had the infrastructure in place, but no solid read on the audience, right? Which only existed on the fringes at the time. Yeah,
0: that miscommunication.
3: They they threw out the net way I, too I, large. I
0: mentioned G four earlier. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, and they landed flat. Yeah. If you ever have a chance to go watch a CGS, it is a real treat. Oh, yeah. I might after this. Yeah. yeah,
1: you know what real sports don't have like gimmicks to get you to watch. Yeah, <laughs> the reason you're supposed to go to them is because you like the sport. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't understand how these people don't under, don't realize that like this is this is the industry do this, that has you, booth babes. I know, but it. you like, do you delegitimize your own thing. You're like, well, we know you're not coming to watch Project Gotham or DOA. So is that the yeah, plan, that's, that's, <laughs> that's
2: the thing. The people in charge, the people who are making these decisions, are like, there's no way people could possibly want to watch video games. Yeah, yeah but it's yeah. like. No, that's exactly why this got so popular in the first place. Yeah. People do want to watch video and, games. And the reason why they
0: fail is because you fucked up at giving them what they wanted. Like, yeah. 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 And then, they're why like, nah. you know how many
2: fucking times in my life I've had the conversation? Why? Why why, why Twitch? I don't get watched and oh, other God, people play video games. That's such a tired
1: discussion have oh, oh with yeah. anybody. Yeah, like why Twitch? I don't know. Why did Twitch get bought for like a billion dollars by Amazon? Maybe there's a market out there for this. <laughs> no, no, never. We, no. need, we need yeah. to watch
3: Law & Order reruns on USA Network. Well,
0: it's it's like the, the thing where people... criminal. Done, text, done. Cri- criminal how, on I don't know how many older people...
1: Uh, Dick Wolf. Are, Look at old Dick Wolf. Dick Wolf.
0: <laughs> I don't know how many older folks have said this to you guys, or a parent or
2: whoever.
1: It was Get a just job? Like, no, no, no.
0: <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, why are you watching someone play a game you could play, play it? And, yeah, and you it's
2: just like... It's not even just older people. I've, I've been uh, approached yeah. by people younger, too. I think it's just people generally don't think they think video games is this interactive personal experience, they don't understand that there's value in watching it as entertainment as well there seems to be some disconnect there because it's such a physical experience there's a weird
1: disconnect in in a lot of people's heads because when you think about the people who try to shit on esports the people who try to say like, they're not real sports, it's like yeah because you know what, I love hockey but I can't ice skate nor do I want to buy fucking ice skates and a stick and pads for, like, $400 and then rent out an ice skating rink. <laughs> he knows rink. how
2: much because he's definitely
1: thought about doing it. I have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he when you think about, like, the inaccessibility that things like football and baseball and soccer have to the average person, you need ten friends to play fucking soccer. Like, way, way more, actually. But, like, video games it's this thing where it's like, people watch it because they want to see their their root for their favorite player or team, but they also watch it because they play that in their spare time and they like to see somebody who's good at it do what they do you yeah. know yeah, and that's exactly. not that's not really something that regular sports has you don't turn off the super bowl and then go all right let's go play a pickup game in the front yard you know yeah. but you, you might turn <laughs> yeah. you might turn off the league of legends champions and, with, and watch it with your friends and then be like all right let's go play league I'm i, play league. League. I now, got going
3: yeah. to hop in q right now yeah yeah, yeah. yeah no and it, it's uh, a
0: hard thing to speedrunning is another hard one to explain to, yeah. to, to, to oh, some good, so yeah. you
3: got to like, like the best way to in two sentences why I love speed running is because it clicks with the way that I think about games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I think of when you like like when, dissecting them or like kind of like you them look apart. at like n sixty four games and you like, how could I just like cheese this game? How could I beat <laughs> the system? And then you're like, oh shit! I mean, a lot that, of a, that a, a lot of that was the con- product concave of concave angled like, corner I'm
0: of clip out of bounds. of us being kids when you you didn't have access to everything and yeah. you know it's like you just yeah. played what See, you owned. When until I play video games, I try to play them as out.
1: closely as I possibly can to the way that they are designed to be played. Me too. Right. But I'm very interested in how they are made, and yes. speedrunning also lowers the like yes. Like what's the, the veil, the curtain yeah. behind a lot of, you know, shows the duct you how, tape uh, that is holding a lot of video games together. <laughs> shows you
3: how the sausage is truly made. Exactly. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I whole, wholeheartedly agree. Mm-hmm. But. So let's jump just a little ahead now to 2010, the beginning point of our current horrible decade, closer to the release date of our other game in question as well. Yeah, um, technology
3: finally catches up and opens up new avenues. You know, we see a pivotal turning point, and the internet is finally good enough for you to broadcast from your own home.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, sometimes, depending who you have.
1: Yeah right, <laughs> right yeah, not, not fucking Comcast yeah. Goddamn right baby <laughs> Oh you can get A gigabit <laughs> stop, download stop, but... They're gonna shoot A beam <laughs> in my house If you guys keep talking about
3: The towers it. are looking Stop You can get A
1: gigabit download But you only get 20 megabit upload mm-hmm. Go fuck yourself Do you
0: know Those big towers At Command & Conquer That warm up And shoot the oh, laser it
1: awesome I'll just say there. You know In
2: Lord Drop of the Rings When the tower Looks at him And he falls over When there Mordor That's what's about To happen to <laughs> me In my yeah.
3: bedroom but, yeah, no, it makes, it I makes, still liked my reference It makes the number one Cost of promoting video game (laughs) tournaments literally nothing, and it ushers in a new era of homegrown tournaments, Um, especially here in
0: the U.S. You know, yeah. Uh, Underground rise up.
3: Okay, so like in Korea, right? The country's so small. All you have to do, you you build one set in Seoul, and anybody in the country that is the best player can travel to it and play. Yeah. If you're building a set, Uh, uh, yeah. So I guess that absolutely goes. You have to go all all around, and this is when you start to see like tournaments in like like Marriott's, like
0: the ballrooms
3: you know that's when they start appearing
0: yeah cause that's what I was thinking of I was thinking about when they it's just like hotels yeah just, yeah. Rent. just yeah. hotels like, and stuff yeah. yeah
3: and and that's when because you're able to broadcast it so that's how you get people to come a lot of the major tournaments and like the obviously you have like major super majors now and whatnot. but like if you look at Melee there's still a lot that are running oh, yeah
0: and since it's Switch it's they hotels. can broadcast at any time anywhere Yeah, yeah. from so anywhere
3: it's irrelevant to Korea you know since they have been broadcasting Starcraft games for the better part of a decade now and they kind of have an established scene at the time it was dominated by teams like uh, Slayers. A bit before this, I, but still phenomenal, and want to give them a mention. But uh, KT Rolster, CJ Antis, STX Soul, all bankrolled by cabal companies <laughs> with their sponsors. Korean Air, SK Telecom, Shinhan Bank. Descendant of the first modern bank in Korea, by the way. <laughs> and then um, Blizzard themselves, to some extent, more in that label. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there nothing, we
1: go. Nothing wrong with a, a bank, bank rolling something. Of course,
3: never. <laughs> no conflicts of interest. Um, yeah. But the, the U.S. was coming off esports as a form of gimmick gaming, like an episode of Gladiators. You know, and Korea was deathly serious about taking the integrity of their sport.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, there are probably tons of examples if you go oh, back. Man. It's certainly not viewed the same. A,
3: a lot of like... I mean, think about it. If your corporation does something bad, it's actually tied to a person now. Like, it should just explain exactly like what, I guess, the pressure almost that they put themselves on and also to make sure that they play with the highest levels of integrity. But a lot of these big companies that essentially rule Korea were sponsoring these events. And despite
0: the piss poor
3: pay awful hours, pressure to keep winning, people were doing their best to legitimize the game as a viable career.
0: And there it could be. I mean, it's yeah. like when you read about how players are treated here with trip costs and other expenses, like all that stuff. But yeah. yeah. So this brings us to our first major hot water controversy. Chris, if you may.
3: All right. So Brood War is flourishing. You have teams out there. And then out of nowhere, allegations come to light on a, via a team liquid post by Wax Angel, the editor-in-chief for Team Liquid. So, Yeah. yeah, you can still read it. The forum is still unlocked. Oh yeah, you can't post on it, but it's still there. Okay. People aren't familiar with Team Liquid; they're one of the most prolific esports organizations out there. Oh yeah. You may know them from their various teams from around the scene.
0: Yeah, like whether it's CS: Source, League of Legends, Super Smash Brothers, Hearthstone, StarCraft, obviously StarCraft Two, Rainbow Six Siege. There's tons of them. Yeah. Yeah. Historically, historically speaking, Team Liquid was was
3: primarily known as a StarCraft news site and the forums that they had I
0: checked it Yeah,
3: but they also have a ton of other subsections dedicated to other games as well TL.net has really grown into the largest StarCraft community on the internet and it actually employs um, I think four people full time in the New York City office to work on the site oh, man. they do things like they keep track of tournament results
0: yeah the, the, I knew that they have like a stat like yeah. wiki like yeah. on there it's just, and
3: it's so cool like a database but, of just everything yeah so back in early 2010 and it's important for that stuff to be properly yeah, it, it needs archived, to be archived. And, yeah. yeah I agree but yeah, so back in early of April 2010, this post comes out. Just gets just gets dropped out of nowhere by Wax Angel, starting off by pointing out that the lineups for the upcoming Pro League Round Four matches weren't announced until right before. Uh, typically, the best way I could put it is like they did like a showcase type thing. So you put up your players first, and they'd hype up the match, like almost like a boxing thing, mm-hmm. but not in like months before. It would be like you know a few days before, and they were saying they were not going to put out their roster until the actual event. Uh, huh. So. You have high-profile players at the time, like Up Magic and Luxury. they were dropped from the starting lineups out of nowhere, and the rumors that were circulating was because of match fixing. Uh, yeah, the, the mm. guy's name is Shin <laughs> Up Magic. He Sung Shin He Sung was known for his creative play and entertaining games, and this was the Terran Ace for his team Eastraw. Represent. Yeah, they actually have aces on their team. The people that they consider like the show. In yeah. Them, yeah. The, I'll get into it. like The difference between 1v1 and team leagues, it's still a 1v1 game, but there's a team league variant where you put up your players and you match them, and if you win, you keep going. So what would happen is like, if one of your players takes out the entire team, it's called a full kill. Which is just oh, the dopest uh, thing. Yeah, ever that heard. is cool.
0: All right. So now the the ace thing totally makes yeah, sense. And yeah, and that's why it's called
3: like the ace, yeah. yeah. And then you have Luxury Park Chang Su was a Zerg player who really burst onto the scene in two thousand eight, making it to the semifinals of the biggest league at the time, Star League. Mm-hmm. At one point, he was actually known as the undisputed second best Zerg in the world. Right next to uh Jadong, who is an absolute fucking legend of the game. Still plays. Still plays. <laughs> Deadass, yeah, he still does. Man. Um, but yeah, so you, Good you on fa- him. You fast forward a few more days, it's April tenth. And another user, Dan Reckful Schreiber, he's an American and technically foreign community member, began talking to contacts in South Korea and allegedly paying some of them to talk which I don't know why I pronounce it like that. It's not a big deal. Uh, (laughs) He comes out with a post letting everyone know that other famous players like Xavier, the most dominant professional brood war player of his time, he won three, essentially, leagues, NBC game, Star Leagues, and And, and one OGN Star League. Okay. And he even won BlizzCon.
0: Yeah, that's the one I know. And he was implicated. (laughs) Yeah,
3: BlizzCon 2008 champion was implicated. And it was later found out that Xavier was the organizer of a lot of the match fixes. Dinger. So how this all work? <laughs> so many tournaments use a round robin format, where the best two players out of a group of four or five they advance. What's you know what we call going from pools to bracket, mm-hmm. right? So what can happen is players who win their early games could lose later games and help influence who gets out of the group stages without risking anything themselves. Yeah,
4: that's so if you're playing
3: a if you're playing a like four people in a in a pool, right, and you have to play round robin, you're playing three games, right? Mm-hmm. If you go two and one, you're almost guaranteed to get out. So, mm. if I win my first two games, and my third is against somebody else, and he's like some I don't know, maybe my teammate, or a friend, a friend who has other friends that want to make a lot of money on the outcome of the match, mm. you could lose to them, and then nothing would really happen in the standard.
0: I mean, yeah, Austin, it reminds me of just how complicated things can be and how interpersonal relationships can affect things like this.
1: Yeah, it, I just realized. Because it's, it's real hard to be mean,
0: aware of at all when through even just constructing brackets in our own, yeah. hot, our official hot-button smash journey that you yeah. uh, hosted also, last year.
1: Also, yeah. I just realized that this is going go back to go back-to-back with microtransactions where I talked about the FIFA match-fixing thing.
3: Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Like, yeah. Like, I think the best American version of it is a player named Marn, who's in the fighting game community, mm-hmm. if you want to okay. know him. Yeah. Uh, he also briefly owned a League of Legends team, but um, he is notorious or infamous, not notorious, infamous for stacking a bracket at a tournament. Yeah. Can't remember what game. I'm sure he's probably moved past it. I don't want to say any negative things about yeah. him, mainly because he will whip my, whip my ass in any fighting game. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you, you couple. Those situations with just outright throws, straight up throws. Yeah. Like, you could have a Terran player with over an 80% win rate against Zerg, and in the highest league, they would be expected to win against a Zerg player, right? Uh, Deemed of lesser skill, and even more so if that person is terrible against Terran. Like, Mm. if you have someone who's winning 80% of their matches against a certain race, against somebody who's... Winning only thirty percent against the other person, mm. you would expect them to crush them. And sometimes they would just claim or like play slower or like try and hide it. Right. Yeah. Uh, what you also find is that at the highest level of play, in a lot of games, when we talk about cheating or hacking or throws, it's very subtle things that make large differences.
0: For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
3: So, like in like something like Counter Strike, people who Or salty, you know, kids playing in their basement, they use wall hacks and aim bots and trigger bots and spin bots, right? Mm -hmm. But at the highest levels, if you had hackers, which there's still not a lot, but if you did, they had stuff like, uh, you know, when you aimed at a wall and you hit right click, then left click, then it would slide to the right slightly to tell you if there's someone behind the wall.
0: Things like that—that's dirty. Yeah, things like that. <laughs> but now there's one other big factor here, isn't there?
3: There is. Now I got to add in the gambling, bro. <laughs> gambling on anything, including sports, is heavily regulated and uh, just downright illegal. Yeah. In Korea, a great example is the recent Olympics back in 2018. Korea built a fucking casino. I mean, it was, it was the cabal that built it, but <laughs> and, and they only this allowed ble- non-Koreans to enter.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, that blew my mind. Uh, like, <laughs> they built a
3: casino strictly for tourists. <laughs> it's nuts. Like. And you see a lot of these like shady websites. Uh, I mean, of course, the
0: staff is still local. But yeah, the yeah. staff's local. They're yeah. allowed to
3: gamble. <laughs> You're allowed to come into work, and that's it. It's like, it's like the same way we treat minors in casinos. Oh man, I'm not sure if it's changed, but I, I remember that you used to be able to walk through casino floors, but only on the main path if you were
0: under yeah. 21. Yes, yeah, yeah. So yeah, now. back when you can smoke yeah. in them, you still can. Wait, can you smoke in casinos? Uh, yeah, okay, some of them, yeah, some of them. Yeah. If, uh,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not the best place too. but uh, <laughs> yeah. But so yeah, naturally, if you want the ambiance, of course. <laughs> All <right>. it, it, <laughs> you see these like shady websites, right? In places like Macau, prosper, aka uh, the Vegas of the East. You know, you, Macau's got a, a very deep and rich history with laundering money in, in Asian countries, but that's a whole nother thing. Um, tons of illegal gambling, right? Yeah. And from what I could find in the situation, there were three brokers uh, eventually indicted.
0: Yeah, so we got Mr. Park, who is a gaming academy owner, Mr. Jung, who's a K3 third division soccer pro, and Mr. Kim, which you just have CD Gangster. So all police reports
3: in Korea, like court depositions about arrests, they don't name the victims ever. They call them Mr. or Mrs. A B C D E F G. Interesting. Yeah, huh. they call them by like letters, but this is from people who piece together who they were mm-hmm. through auxiliary anecdotal evidence. But yeah, they have like literally I guess it would be a triple A soccer pro (laughs) indicted. Like and (laughs) <laughs> it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. But, um, but these brokers, they basically use their relationships with Savior to offer other pro gamers various amounts of money to intentionally throw or lose matches. Yeah. Um, Savior would then in turn use his position to either throw the matches himself or get other pros involved.
0: So what are uh, what about our numbers in terms of like payouts?
3: Oh, <laughs> so I've seen figures that range from 2k to about 6.5k. This is all in US dollars, right? Okay. Uh, with an average of like four and a half from throwing each game
0: each uh, win yeah.
3: Savior was rumored to have made two mil from scraping off the top so that's how prolific Holy it was yeah. that, that by scraping off the top of these two to 6.5k throws he made two million uh, from roping other players in doing the match fixes themselves and illegal betting on himself <laughs> and others and, uh, in total there were 16 people implicated there rattle
0: them off man 11 man. pros three
3: brokers two bet fixers uh, they 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 place the bets for people to avoid suspicion.
0: <laughs> oh man! But, but yeah, but no scam would be uh, complete without our so-called winnings, right? Yeah. I mean, like, what were the earnings that you could find? Like, that, yeah. For each of these.
3: So the kingpin, Mister Ma himself, Savior, reported two million. The brokers, yep. the gangster, reporting one hundred and twenty k. In total, and Mr. Park, the academy owner, made about 120k. Uh, the soccer player made uh, just shy of ten thousand dollars.
0: Okay, those are our brokers. Yeah, he got the lower end of the. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, uh, he, he just didn't. Saying. He must
3: have yeah. just been there for like you know a party or something. Yeah, hurt, I was her, gonna say he sounds yeah. like yeah. the celebrity. Yeah, that, What are you guys talking about? Uh, you don't want to hear this. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Come I do. On. I'm cool. Yeah. I'm cool. Uh, the other players that were involved: Justin, Mr. Juan, he made about twenty-eight thousand. Luxury, Mr. Park made. Somewhere between 800 and, 5, and then this s- a gap, yeah, and then the six other pro gamers involved. None of them made more than fifty two hundred dollars. Yeah, Hwasen, Dark Elf, Yellow, Type B, Gogo, Up Magic, Buy First, and Shinhua.
0: <laughs> now that my friend is a great a fucking scandal. I mean, what exactly happened to them all? Do you know? Like, uh, yeah. yeah. So
3: all of them were banned for life from Caspa. From ever participating in any pro games, of course, um, there have been instances where some of the players resurfaced outside of Korea to play StarCraft, and almost immediately, Caspa denounced them.
0: Wow, they jumped on it that quick, huh? Like uh, this second,
3: immediately. <laughs> on top of that, there have been situations where active Korean pro gamers have been suspended for just attending events where banned players participated. Woo, yeah, tough, very tough. There's a tough affair. Um, there's, there's a very tough. famous example in uh, League of Legends. There's a guy who boosted accounts. But he was, like, up and coming on the verge of being, like, one of the best players in the scene. And, then, and uh, he got banned for boosting accounts. Now he um, essentially streams himself
0: boosting accounts in China. See, now, here we just get banned for hucking crabs at people while they're Batteries
3: playing. at David Wright. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But what
0: about after that? Like, what were the legal percussions? Like? So,
3: there were massive fallouts with these players. Uh, many were calling for them to be imprisoned. Um, I saw a lot of comments and message boards from the time and interviews where they were being called disrespectful to the great of the industry, like a popular commentator, uh, Jay Kyung Um, is his name? Hmm. A lot of them were, yeah, they, they came out there like, this is so disrespectful to the people who pave the groundwork for what we can do yeah. because we're trying to make a living out of this. And you guys are match fixing and throwing everybody's ability because all it does is decredit the entire industry.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, that's why I was curious if there were like the amount that the spiders out into. Yeah. Like,
3: yeah. I mean, you got to think about it too. These, in order to be a, at the time, a Starcraft brood war professional, you probably played the game 10 hours a day. And
2: that is this a is job. A <laughs> yeah. That is so much time. It
3: yeah. is way worse. So the coaches of these teams, like nowadays on professional esports teams, they bring in people with sports psychology degrees to be coaches because they understand how to actually coach. These were just dudes that were good at the game. They were like, yeah, I'll coach these kids. So yeah. Like, yeah. That's a whole separate Yeah, so there was a lot of favoritism. Yeah. So you had like a main squad, right, that was corporately backed. Mm-hmm. And then you had the practice squad because at the time, everyone thought that if you saw VODs of somebody else playing replays, you would get an advantage. Getting replays from that time outside of the broadcasts are like nigh impossible.
2: Yeah. And if you that ever got sense. one. Yeah, I don't even think about
1: that. Yeah,
3: because yeah, it would leak their strategy.
1: Yeah. And
2: you can
3: be able yeah. to see everything. Oh,
1: yeah. And right. like, it's like uh, something similar happened in sports. People film in practices. Yeah. Yeah. And. All mm-hmm. the same team that deflated the balls, by the way. <laughs> yes. When I say people, I mean the New England Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever cheating is involved. Fuck yeah. them.
3: It was, it was shortly after he got done his rub and tug in Florida.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good old
3: Robert Kraft. But, yeah, so it would take too long to go into the whole honor and pride and how they encourage unity over individuality in Korea. Like, if a celebrity in the States got caught with possession of drugs or is cheating on their significant other, they would go on TV and apologize.
0: Sometimes uh, they would, like, erase their yeah yeah, like yeah. The, the, They would make a about themselves <laughs> afterwards, you know, why I
3: did it. If in Korea, the same move would be career-ending. So yeah. the idea of doing something bad shames not only you but all those around you and who have helped you
0: next we do have some of the official apologies that were put out that i'm glad you found which i'm uh, now going to read verbatim up magic in particular up first Firstly, I want to say that I'm sorry. At first, I felt that I needed to apologize sooner, but I couldn't gather the courage to do so. For all the eSports officials and fellow gamers, I'm very sorry. And especially for my fans that believed in me, I'm very sorry that I have betrayed you and made you disappointed. For the immaturity of my judgment and the immaturity of my behavior, I will pay the price. I'm sorry, and I'm sorry. <laughs> that Those last two lines are pretty good indicators. I will pay the price. Yeah.
3: That's... That's serious. Yeah.
0: Then there's Gogo's apology. I'm sorry. For a moment, I couldn't resist the temptation and behaved stupidly. I'm very sorry for the fans that believed in me until the end, and I'm sorry to my coach and teammates who are in misery because of me, and I'm sorry to my parents for having to give birth to a horrible son, and I'm sorry to everyone involved in eSports. I'm sorry, and I'm sorry, and I'm sorry.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what that got it's good them. Good to show you how serious it is. It yeah. is.
0: It's very serious. Like that's why I was glad you kept these in here because this doesn't read like any of the previous public apologies that we've yeah. ever read on this show. These people were like, "My life is
3: ruined, and I'm sorry for being a burden to you." Yeah, like that's insane. But um, <laughs> despite this prostrating, is that the right word? Yeah, prostrating. Yeah, yeah. So to, the, to the, <laughs> by the players. Guess what happened?
0: Yeah. So in October of 2010. Sentences were handed down. Oh, baby. We have a Mr. Juan, who's Justin, player, 18-month sentence, three years uh, suspended sentence, probation, 2,400 in fines from his 3,000,001, 120 hours of community service, and 40 hours of a gambling treatment program. Then you have Mr. Ma, savior, 12-month sentence, two-year suspended sentence, 120 hours of community service as well. Then... Uh, Player, by first, this is a 6 months sentence, one-year suspended sentence, 40 hours of a gambling treatment program. And then Xinhua, also player, six-month sentence, one-year suspended sentence, 40 hours of a gambling treatment program, which I, I just including that, I think, <laughs> just the <laughs> having for, to go through the, the... For
3: quite literally cheating in a video game. Yeah. They got uh, essentially probation. The one guy must have had a terrible lawyer because he's the only one that got fined. But he got fined 2.4K out of, I think he won 28. So he got fined, which you'll see in the next one is absolutely wild. But <laughs> yeah. Without spending a, another hour of going into detail, this was really the proverbial nail in the coffin that set Brood War back down into the underground.
0: Yeah, definitely.
3: While all of this was happening, Casper was also in a heated battle with Blizzard over broadcasting rights. Blizzard finally stepped up. Casper found himself embroiled in a number of controversies over the years, and it should come as no surprise since it was owned by the Ministry of Culture.
0: It's like 12 years after their fucking game was...
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Like... Uh, is their parent organization is quite literally the Ministry of Culture, Sports, and Tourism, with, I believe I mentioned it before, Kespa being headed by the chief executive of SK Telecom himself. Ah, oh, fellow cabals. Uh, ah, yeah. fellow. Course, <laughs> for as bad as I'm about to make the Kespa seem, they were also super influential in, in elevating esports, mm-hmm. the brand, and really commercializing the brood war scene in the process they managed television and online broadcasts as well as made new events as well
0: yeah i mean that's it is undeniable but i mean like tell us more about the kespa and the monopoly like itself cuz that's
3: yeah where this
0: definitely gets so sticky, the Caspa, even stickier. It's a
3: regulatory esports body that oversees broadcasting by channels. So on Game Net and NBC Game. What you need to know is that no matter who is hosting, whatever league is out there, Caspa always gets their cut. <laughs> they also run the licensing for pro gamers. So if you want to be a pro gamer recognized in Korea as a pro gamer, not just like yeah, I play this game well, I'm a pro gamer. You have to get a license to be mm-hmm. a pro gamer. <laughs> uh, issues. It. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's uh, really cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not. Just wait until you hear about how they choose the process because it's nigh impossible unless you have the right connections, which builds the system of how people got in the scene. And it's not. Yeah. uh, And you have all these crazy things happen where OGN and NBC game, they made the league. Casper's like Comcast, and OGN and NBC are like TNT and USA Network. That's, okay. that's the way I think I could put it. Uh, or for other people out there, uh, I guess it would be Cox or Verizon or uh, whatever, TV broadcasting. But OGN and NBC, they make Star League and then Pro League. And then Kespa comes in and says, pay us broadcasting rights to your own goddamn league. <laughs> yeah. Of course. And not 100% of this, but I'm pretty sure Star League. Star League means individual players. Pro League means teams. Mm-hmm. Star, think of like Rising Star. Pro League, I, I don't know. Teams. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but caspa had its own caspa cup and it actually failed miserably and they couldn't get any sponsors on board for it it's important well, who would have thought comcast would have hardest time getting advertising deals than usa network or tnt right <laughs> when i put it like that it makes so much more sense i'm right? still laughing about the comcast routers it's just the philadelphia <laughs> the, overwatch the, team the philadelphia comp- comcast routers <laughs> but yeah so so mm-hmm. what does caspa do they sell the rights to pro league, because they got they get in this argument. They're like, pay us rights to your own goddamn league, and both of them go, why? And they say, well, we're the people responsible for issuing gaming license, and we are the people who are delivering your content to people. You yeah. owe us a cut. They basically you say like, nah. So they, they, you know, they do. They just sell the rights to pro league to another company called IEG which then subcontracts out the rights to the two broadcasters in a roundabout way for Kespa to get their licensing fees. That's some Tetris shit. Yeah. (laughs) It's absolutely nuts. So this is all happening during the mid-2000s and eventually by Mm -hmm. 2007, Blizzard does take notice that Kespa was selling broadcasting rights for StarCraft tournaments without their
2: consent. Yeah. yeah. Without them knowing. (laughs) I got another... Speaking uh, of people that want their cut.
0: (laughs) I got another quote here. In 2007, we were shocked and disappointed to learn Kespa had illegally Sold the broadcasting rights for StarCraft tournaments without our consent, with this clear violation of our intellectual property rights, we were forced to become more actively involved in the situation and make our voice be heard.
3: <laughs> Casper responds by saying that Blizzard isn't recognizing their achievements, that they've been so well, pivotal it's in the success part,
0: it's just true. of well,
3: the game, and basically tell them, "Let us handle it." Yeah. Which
0: I was gonna say, where does that take us now? Like, you know, <laughs>
3: the beginning of the end. <laughs> yeah. You know, like in 2010. April 2010, the same month as the match fixing comes out, Blizzard broke off negotiations with Caspa. A month later, Blizzard says that they've awarded exclusive rights for all Blizzard games with a three year term limit yep. to GOM TV.
0: GOM TV.
3: What is GOM TV, you ask? <laughs> well, GOM TV had been largely recognized Blizzard's IP rights in the past uh, during their broadcast of Warcraft 3, WoW, and uh, Brood War events. So, uh, wow, even Brood War, huh? Blizzard starts supporting GOM Star League prize purses. Mm. Big difference, GOM TV is like Twitch TV, oh, so now you got okay. USA Network and TNT versus Twitch TV. <laughs> so this is huge because Blizzard is flexing all over Caspa. Yeah, saying if your argument of being so influential means nothing, and like with the strike of the pen and the wag of the dick, Caspa and by proxy OGN and NBC now need to negotiate with GOM TV to even continue running their current leagues. Blizzard comes in and says, we've given all rights to this other person who's not even involved with you guys. Yeah. So Casper enters an NDA with GOM TV. You know, uh, you have to. Uh, OGN manages to get the 2010 Korean air on GameNet Star League. What a name. <laughs> uh, NBC, NBC eventually just They just
0: goes, bounce. They just bounce. <laughs> they <laughs> say we're done. Uh, they, this is such a huge mess to clean up. Is, it's oh, my such God. such a huge mess.
3: They, they Eventually, NBC rebrands their channel as a K-pop music video channel. They just, <laughs> they just leave. <laughs> That's, lawsuits That's get thrown so... around, uh, and GOM TV... Does leave the broadcasting rights for Brood War on the table because they can't find anyone to commercialize the rights
0: with. Of course. I mean, that's a major brand damage mm-hmm. right there.
3: Let's see why. Yeah. Why couldn't GOM TV, who just literally went around the back of KESPA, <laughs> who is owned by Cabal Corporations, not find any of the Cabal Corporations to fund or commercialize <laughs> their rights with? Yeah. 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 So. Kespa is really known for keeping a lot of the business in-house, to put in perspective how much of a stranglehold Kespa had over Brood War. Take a guess of what some of the high barriers and anti-competitive
0: practices Kespa used. I mean, you had to be licensed, like you mentioned, like yeah. by Kespa's a pro gamer, yeah. right? So
3: Yeah. Yeah. Y- you know what you had to do? You had to enter a, a Courage tournament in order to obtain a semi-pro license. A grueling tournament where even the greats like Flash and Jadong couldn't do it their first time. That's a big ask. Like with yeah. <laughs> that semi-pro license, you had to be picked up by one of the major KESPA teams, which either occurred on one-off basis or in yearly events. So you same had to, with that. <laughs> you had to perform encourage tournaments and win to get, get a semi-pro license, and then even then, you had to get picked up by a major team. Yeah, rarely did exceptions occur. The biggest instance out there is probably Idrá, an American who was awarded a pro gaming license immediately by the team Istra at the time. He was one of yeah, the I was first, say, I first I the Americans.
2: Line to pro gaming license right now for free if I wanted to probably. you got know, one of those like
3: hallmark card
0: makers
1: <laughs> fuck it dude I'll make them yeah. I'll, I'll photoshop and pay me yeah
0: subscribe to our patreon and we'll send you some uh... pro gaming license Yeah, send you some pro
3: gaming license but yeah so like as a KESPA contracted team right cause you were oh, you were a pro that's gamer that's gotta
1: be the thumbnail uh,
3: <laughs> it's just like a,
1: just like a fake ID holding it up with like a. Like a pro gamer license, but it looks like one of those fake cop certificates they give to three year olds. Oh, it's the... written in Comic Sans and has a bear with balloons on it. Oh, my God.
3: I was
2: thinking, like, <laughs> Oh, a, by the a... way, I Googled these pro gamer, KESPA pro gamer licenses. They are legit. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: They look like actually like. Like real licenses. Yeah, I
3: thought yeah. it'd <laughs> be like McIlvey or...
0: licenses.
3: <laughs> but yeah, so like if you were licensed by KESPA as a pro gamer and you were on a KESPA contracted team, you were told what events you couldn't play. <laughs> um, it's the reason that GOM TV had to cancel its fourth season as the third season only had eight of the 12 original pro teams participating in the league. Whoops. And, yeah, and almost all were like willing to work with Blizzard when StarCraft II was being released.
0: Yeah, which we're definitely going to get deep into next time. So be sure to tune back in in two weeks to find out if all of the insanity ended here, which, spoilers, it didn't. <laughs> yeah. We're only one StarCraft down.
3: It, it took me about two hours to try and figure out all this stuff, and I still can't get it 100%. Uh, <laughs> most of what I said above was a mixture of wiki articles, Korean forums, where... People are calling like Tespa like dogs of the government and other mean things. I found
0: that as well. <laughs>
3: yeah. like So like why is all this stuff important, right? While all this is going on, you have match fixing and basically every corporation in the world wanting to run away at like full fucking speed. Yeah. Nobody wants to get tangled up in this legal mess and the match fixing was the perfect way for them to essentially back out as a great excuse. And it effectively gutted a lot of the sponsorship deals out there that otherwise may have remained, even while Casper was being like complete knobs of the mm-hmm. situation and it really loosened the reins of power that Kespa had on the Blizzard esports scene in Korea where the previously old boys club was finally open to both outside competitors and corporate sponsorships mainly by the intervention of Blizzard themselves.
0: No, it's important and it certainly affected a lot going forward. I super appreciate all the hard-hitting research here, trust oh me, because this was a big one yeah. and, and we've probably been, I mean, you started research on this a while ago and, yeah. and, when, and you were like PMing me some stuff it's just you'd fall deeper down the rabbit Dude. hole where I like I think I messaged you one morning I was like it's like I was like I was up to like 5.30am yeah. trying to make sense of all of this looking at
3: looking at Korean prefecture arrest reports that Yeah. Are like- Loosely translated, and you
0: and you dug deep, oh, deep deeper and deeper, more than I ever could. You still, so. don't understand it. But,
3: you know, <laughs> things might have turned out differently if Casper could have just held face with the negotiations, claiming they were the sole reason StarCraft was as popular as it was in Korea. <laughs> yeah. but what started as holding all the cards, right? They had the money, they had the corporate sponsorships, they had the teams, which had the top talents, mainly because they made a system so impossible that. The Baird entry was so high, all they had was top talent yeah, and yeah. A, a lack of appetite for anything considered competition, uh, <laughs> but they were fading quite quickly away as match fixing eroded away at the foundation of uh, the proud birthplace of modern esports. But The
0: hey, the people got to know, man, <laughs> but thank you, Chris. Can't wait to have yeah. you back next week. In our follow-up episode, part two, we're going to look more at Kespa and Blizzard's standing feud. And how, once again, match-fixing chips away at it all, leaving us with what we have in the industry today. And we'll also uh, get into StarCraft II and some more as well. But, yeah, seriously, that was... Uh, I don't want to take credit. That was. <laughs> that was seriously, like fucking all you, man, to get this all out hey, after yeah, yeah. All, mm. all these weeks and months of this shit me, like, has to feel how, pretty good. Let me
3: tell you how passionate I am about viciously eroding away at people who just try and cheat people. <laughs>
2: yeah. Like, And let me tell you again, I think I speak for myself and Austin, we appreciate you telling all this to Randy, because of course, yeah. of course we already knew it. most of it. Yeah. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
3: you know, you know what I forgot it to is... do? Shh. Should I should I get people an update on the on the Phantom Lord situation and the T Martin?
1: No, we'll have to have you back on our update. We do a yearly update cast. We'll oh do yeah, that. we'll yeah, do that. that's yeah. A, that's yeah.
0: fun. Yeah, I I, I forgot yeah. uh, when will that be? July November. or August? November? Oh, I was way off. I'm sorry. Yeah, so our one
1: year anniversary <laughs> is in November. Yeah, there's months. Yeah, where I
0: can. Where we we have started this,
1: recording and... <laughs> in. July.
0: Okay, that's why I, I got We confused. started
1: releasing it Yeah, November. I can't
0: wait to fucking talk about Kingdoms of Amalur again.
1: <sighs> what a great game. It, well, no, that yeah, game it's, was it's, dead and buried it, it, uh, for years, <laughs> and then we did an episode about it, and now it won't stay dead. <laughs>
0: yeah, it is not a knock of the quality of the game. It's the fact that it keeps popping back up in the news cycle after being dormant for fucking forever. How? They just recently announced a... Uh, uh,
2: the re-remastered edition. Yeah. <laughs>
0: What's it I forgot. Uh, Kings of the re- Hollows.
3: Re-, re 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 Reckoning. Re Re Reckoning. Who do they get to do it? The people who work at the DMV in Rhode Island? <laughs> or. Yeah. Yeah, it should
2: to, be state-funded. It
3: is. We'll
0: have to dig back into that fucking come November, I guess. Thank God for Which, by, by then, it'll actually be out, right? Like like, yes, yeah, so like in August, oh, I man. think. Okay. I can't, you, you're telling
3: me I need to hold on to this information about James Varga fucking Phantom Lord for six months? <laughs> yes. <No. laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Yeah. 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 Uh, trust me, we hold on to a lot of information oh, yeah. for years. <laughs> um. All right. Well, fire this, up your plugs this, there. This is probably gonna be a long one. I forget how to do this. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening. This this probably is one of our longest episodes, I think, and it's only part one. So Heck yeah, strap right. in. It'll but um, st-
0: all in all, it'll still probably be shorter than Tetris.
1: <laughs> yeah, Randy Maybe. can go forever about Tetris. Hey, are Ari, uh, you just
0: gotta find something you're
3: passionate definitely. about and make the episode. <laughs> hey, four I hours. made a
1: Halo episode. <laughs> that was two and parts. It was, it was,
3: and you kept it concise and professional. It, it, yeah, and wait, we was, just leave it long and unabridged. Wait, was Halo uh...
1: <laughs> two parts? Okay, I was gonna the say Xbox Destiny episode. was two parts as well. The X- Xbox episode was one part. Okay, um, <laughs>
0: our, E3, th- our E3 episode was pretty long. That might well. Have.
1: That was all stream of consciousness shit though. There's a lot to talk about. It's true. This our is... new E3 episode is shorter. All right, we're diving in. We gotta gotta stop talking. Um, (laughs) You can can find us on the interwebs at Hot Button Cast. That's our socials as well as our website, HotButtonCast.com. There we have all of our many episodes. You can search for any topics you want. If this is your first episode, we got fucking sixty-five more (laughs) at this point or something. So. Dive on in. I'm gonna leave all my shit here and uh, yeah, and follow us on socials Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Like I said, at Hot Button Cast for updates and news and when our episodes release, and yeah. especially and stuff, with and stuff, release like schedule that. lately yep. and stuff. And yeah, I think that's it. Oh, yeah, like and subscribe on iTunes. <laughs> really helps us out. Wait, no, not like and that's YouTube. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> We've already been over this. Subscribe on iTunes, like Spotify, but like subscribe on YouTube though. Yeah, follow <laughs> us like on and subscribe yeah. on YouTube. Follow us on Wait, wait Facebook's you, the you're one. confusing me. Shut up. Uh <laughs> like us on Twitter. Shut up. <laughs> Check out my Amgur. <laughs> ah! Ah! <laughs> ah! Review us on iTunes uh helps with the algorithm. That stupid stupid computer software that keeps us keeping us down. Yeah. If you're an man. advertiser, shout out, shout
3: out to the people that leave comments about your podcast.
1: Uh, love yes. We love them. I want to frame that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. me too. Uh, we, your advertiser will sell out instantly, I swear to God. If <laughs> you want to grease our pockets, if you're some sort of StarCraft match mixer and you
2: want us to do yeah, some yeah, sort of yeah. promoting yeah. underground fact, or something. Fact, we'll, the
3: website that they used to gamble all of this was, which you could check out, which is still active and flourishing. The win rates are astronomical. I found this site out myself.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
3: no, you, think, you and, think Jason could grease over this outro with just the Terran OST? music as a good fade out? Uh, He he will now. Yeah, he will. Uh, Now that you you said it.
1: it. He did it with Tetris, didn't he? Yeah, it was dope. He also did it with the PlayStation episode with that Eiffel 65 song. Hell yeah. It's got to be the Um,
3: part that's like...
1: um, I should say, is there anything you want to plug, by the
3: way? No, I'm very limited on uh, social media. Oh, I should pull up my Discord name or something. And (laughs) lastly,
1: before we get out of here, Mm -hmm. word of mouth. If you like the podcast, spread it around to your friends, tell them about it yeah get people interested yes. that helps us out more than any algorithm could so and with that thank you austin thank we're you chris getting out of here. thank you
0: chris i think it's dark outside let's see <laughs> not, yet. Not,
1: not, not yet almost all right. all right all right
0: watch out for the comcast tower
1: oh, i can't wait <laughs> goodbye everybody
0: <laughs>